Ooh, give me some more flavor. I don't like you around my mama, Melvin. Cause you're foul. You a dirty motherfucker, Melvin. And don't think one second I'm gonna let you get all up in her head and get her to kick me out like the last nigga did my brother. Cause I ain't having it, bruh. No way. No how. Ah, youngster. That's right. That's right. Call for your mama. I stayed off your ass out of respect for that woman. But if it wasn't for your mama, I would have broke your little ass down a long time ago. Jody? Little Jody? You know what I see when I look in your eyes? I see a scared little chocolate bitch. Fuck up on me, That's what I see. If we was on lockdown, I'd make you get on your knees and fix it. 20 years, Jody. Let's see where you be 20 years from now. What y'all doing? Ah, uh, nothing. You go to the store and get me some cigarettes, babe. Mm. Maybe get some beer. And some mm. You doing? so sweet. <laughs> give me a kiss. Watch your hands. Mm. I'll be back, okay? Okay. <laughs> You want something from the store? In a world like today, it's a rare occasion to be able to see young mothers like the ones that were around when I grew up. But they live on in memory to quite a few of us. And this song is dedicated to those who cherish that memory. Sunday morning Breakfast was on the table There was no time to eat She said to me Boy, hurry to Sunday school Filled with a lot of glory We learned the She'll always have her dreams Despite the things This troubled world can bring Oh, say Don't you know we love you, sweet Sadie Place no one above you, sweet Sadie Well, well, well Living in the past Sometimes it seems so funny Breaking the 
What is about the shower? What 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 filter is that that make you sound like you usher? I don't know, man. That's uh, we can't say it's auto tune. We'll say it's like uh, what's a what'd be a cool word for that shit? I don't know. It's kind of going to water, man. And cause you know what? Now that I think about it, remember Sebastian and Flounder, them boys could sing like a under, motherfucker yeah, under, under the, the sea. sea, under the sea. That's the filter under the sea. Which which filter you like better, the bathroom filter or that uh that floor fan filter? Which one? Mm. Oh, it's gonna be bathroom for me. I like the fan, bro. The fan. That wow, 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 wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> you got that fan blowing this. Yeah, you know what's the underrated filter? What's that? Car filter. The car filter? For some reason. When you in that car? In that car, them car them car inserts. Yeah, the car 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 certs. Car certs, car inserts. <laughs> Karaoke. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like what you one. do when you at the stop? Like you keep singing? Yeah, you know, hell yeah. Looking. I put the window down. You put the, the window down. down. <laughs> fuck you looking at? Huh? Oh shit! Fuck man. you think this is? Huh? But we back, man. Yeah, we hey. are. You already know. God made black beautiful. God made booby beautiful. Black and strong. We gotta get some headphones. I gotta get some headphones. I just paid a drop. We gotta get you a drop. We got to. We can record you one. I had an idea for one for you. What you got? All right. So we want peaches and cream. You guys come on like the S, the L, the I. You come over like the S, the dub, the A, the D. Nah, man. Let me tell you what I want to do. Nah. I'm about to do we this part ta- for you. We had a talent show, right? <laughs> yeah. And we was 112 and we did Peaches and Cream. And wow. I was slim, though. How old was y'all? I think we was like 12. Oh, y'all niggas should have been arrested. Because <laughs> all y'all niggas about to be nasty. Did y'all know Peaches and Cream was? I knew. Oh well, of yeah, course I, of course you, I. Because you stayed up watching fucking cinema. <laughs> of course you knew. Of course you knew. Fucking pictures of crew, nasty, filthy. I knew. Filthy I knew. Animal. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What's up, though? How hey, you yo, feeling? Yeah, How you my, feeling, man? You know, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here, man. I'm um recording with a bit of a heavy heart, man. You mm-hmm. know, but uh, we here, we live, and we working. You feel me? Yeah. So we we gonna rock out. How we rock out, man? How you feeling? I'm cool, man. It's been a it's been an awesome week. Went out to celebrate last night. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo, man. Hey. Celebrate our heritage. Ours? Ours. We ah. took, yeah, we took that shit. You should have saw 520 last night. You would have thought it was MLK Day the way yeah. that, shit, that shit was spanked. Well, you know, we missed MLK, so True, 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 true. I got a um Mexican homegirl. Matter of fact, you met uh you met K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh she was saying, like, she put this post up, I guess, that like Cinco de Mayo's technic is not technically Mexico's Independence Day. Mm-hmm. It's like the battle of some shit. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. like, so when's Independence Day? Cause we could do this shit again. We can run, <laughs> we this run shit it back. back. Run we it back. Run it back. We need Independence Day anyway, since we don't really fuck with the fourth anymore. Run it back, Turbo. No, we don't fuck with the fourth. Cause Independence Day, so we can kind of slide Mexico's Independence Day in with Juneteenth. You got something planned for Juneteenth? Yeah. Oh uh, man. Um. 
thinking about uh I, I we're having uh preliminary discussions about doing a little cookout, man. Mm-hmm. Scrap talking about doing something in the A. So okay. if you don't do something there, then I'll probably try to do something down here. But oh I'm definitely doing something. I wanna take it like a friend's trip. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Where? Yeah. I don't know, it don't matter. Yeah, we somewhere. Don't, don't gotta be too far. You do we can't do no white shit though. We can't go to the fucking mountains or something. Nah, man. nah, some nigga shit. Shit, I want to. I want to go holler at Florida, man. Shit, or Orlando or something like that. Can't gotta go somewhere. Gotta go somewhere black. DC, Opalaka, Opalaka. Let's <laughs> take a vacation. To Fuck no, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> For all that shit, you might as well go to Liberty City and kick it out there for shit, a minute. I go to Carroll City, Liberty City, whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know what we do. Like? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm, for, I'm choosing violence. violence. That's, that's actually kind of counterproductive. So you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm in. A, I'm in. A, I'm in the space right now, man. I'm yeah. dealing with something, man. Yeah, I'm dealing yeah, with something. yeah. We're grieving. We're yeah, grieving. Definitely, definitely grieving, man. Shout out, little bro, man. Yeah, but um, I guess if they're hearing this, then that means it's Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all of the uh. Outstanding mothers out there, the phenomenal women that are in our lives. Yes, sir. Shout out to the the the, the single mothers. Um, you know, shout out to the single mothers who don't uh, tell everybody their son is their Valentine. That boy does not want to be a Valentine. Yeah, that's kind of that's I cut nasty. that shit out, man. Your son's not your man. That's nasty. So shout out to the ones who don't do that. Yeah, who shout, don't do that. Shout out to the single moms out there that dress their kids up. Especially they sons like the niggas that walk yeah. out of their lives. Yeah, that's shit. about to say. Shout out to the women <laughs> who dressed their child up like the nigga that left him. That nigga got two Cubans on, two big Cuban links big at the Cuban. age of four. Yeah, <laughs> some, some some nigga done left in the drawer. Yeah, you done keep him out. <laughs> but she doing the best that she can. You she know, is, she she, is, man. she so holding it down, man. So shout out that, shout out to that man. This shout is for to, you, boo. Yeah, man. This episode is dedicated to y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do appreciate what y'all do, man. Um, so let's, let's lead, lead it off, man. Give me a give me a, a fine memory, man. Amon Dukes, man. Oh, mm, uh, it's a lot of them, man. But I say the one that stands out the most. And me and her sit back and laugh about this shit all the time now. But mm-hmm. I want to say I was like nine years old. This is when uh, I think we just moved to Laurelwood, probably about a good three or four months. So. Kids are still getting acclimated with each other. They coming from all parts of Savannah, and everybody's just in this little melting pot called Quaco Road now, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, and you know these two, brother and sister, mm-hmm. uh, grew up in Laurelwood, and for a minute, like me and the dude didn't get along at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, we would compete at everything, bike riding, basketball, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. So one day, I got the upper hand on him. And, you know, he chose violence that day. He wanted to fight. Right. So I'm like, shit, cool, you know, we can get to it. But then his sister had some shit to say about it, too. She wanted to get in on it. Uh. They called themselves trying to jump me and everything. I hit her in the back of the head with a soccer ball. <laughs> Got her out the way quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you sit down. Go sit down somewhere. Yeah, so me and him got to scrapping. But while we fight, his mom pull up. Yeah. And so she sees her daughter crying. Mm-hmm. So he hit me. He hit me. I, I was like, man, I hit you with a ball, like. Yeah, you put your hands on my daughter. I know your mama. I know your mama. Me and your mama used to be friends. I'm going to the house now. I was like, okay, cool. Right. So she pull up to the house. I'm scared. I'm like, man, mom's about to trip. Right. She get there. First thing my mom said was like, well, who hit who first? Right. She was like, well, my daughter said she was defending her brother. 
she was like, well, did the fight start off? She was like, no. She so it was like, okay. So she hit him first. And what did he do? He hit her in the back of the head with a saw. Okay. So what's the problem? But they ended up getting into it. Like mm. getting ready to uh, throw blows. And that's when I found out, like, moms is the shooter. Like, for yeah. real. Yeah. She was like, well, bitch, you know shit. We could get to it right here. I was right. like, whoa. Sheesh. I never heard my mom talk like that before, man. But, like, that's like, I don't know. It's a funny story, but at the same time, they just kind of, that let me know right then and there, like, no matter what, she's always going to defend me, right. whether right or wrong. Right. Kind of like that situation with Leon and Saint, like, in front of company, okay, you know, I might not get on you, but behind closed doors, all right, Swab, we got to have a talk. Dig off in your ass. You feel me? You feel me? So, yeah, yeah. man, that's that's one of mine right there. It's a yeah. cool moment. What you got, though? Yeah. Aside note, what I take from that story is it makes sense when you say that shit about uh, hit or get hit. You been hit. You been slapping hoes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, my uh, <laughs> my memory for uh, with my mom, man. There's a lot, you know. But for me, my biggest takeaway uh, is when I got older, mm-hmm. and I realized how much she did and what all she was doing to make sure that my brother and I was straight. Right. You know what I'm saying. So, an example for me was um, I just remember. Uh, me and me and bro start playing football, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, practice is at six, so mom's working town, so she had to leave dad, come all the way home to scoop us, and then take us back out to Carver Village, right, for practice, yeah. all to get us there by six o'clock. Like practice started at six, and my mom's was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna be the mama that's getting my kids to practice late." Right. Like that's not gonna be me. You see it all the time, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And she she just was hell bent on not being that mama. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I just remember, like, you know, it's 5.30. Dragon Ball Z come on at 5. Of course. Cart- so, we, yeah, so we trying to catch Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's just, you know, and, and I remember her getting pissed off because we never be ready. Like, all this shit. So, I just, so I think about just how, as I got older, and I'm like, damn. She was hauling ass from work. Mm-hmm. Getting off at 5. They get back home by 5.30. They take us out and get us to practice by 6.00. Waiting to practice, then taking us home, cooking dinner, you know what I mean, making sure we were straight, and going to bed. Yeah. And doing this shit every fucking day, over and over again. It was just dope, man. So as I got older, like, I really appreciate I told her what, like, one day I saw something, like, you did a lot. A lot. And, you know, for her, she was like, what you talking about? You know, and I kind of explained to her, she was like, she was like, Miles, that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool, but still, you and sometimes didn't have it goes to. unnoticed. Yeah, right. like she needed to know that, and you know, in like even her response, what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, yeah, but growing up, there's a lot of kids that didn't get that mm-hmm. that, that, I, that I grew up with that didn't. You know what I mean? Like, no, nigga, like you home all day by yourself. Mom don't know when mom's coming home, you know, or mom's got to work two, three jobs, so you don't really see it throughout a whole day. You know, I saw that a lot. You know, your mom's go to work, come home a couple hours, take, take a nap, and she do a night job. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I had some neighbors where their moms would be leaving. I'd hear the car going down the street. You know, it's 11 o'clock. Yeah. She leaving. You know, go back, go to work. So, yeah, man. So, shout out to the moms out there, man. Your, your sacrifices don't go unnoticed. Oh, yeah, man. Um, we appreciate y'all even when it seems as if we don't. Because I know that happens a lot where, you know, it's kind of the... The shit goes unappreciated. 
Yeah. Well, it seems unappreciated, but I, I just want to be here to say, man, we do appreciate y'all. And shout out to Jess, too. Yeah. You, you, you get all the credit in the world from me, boy. Because she deal with you. She deals with me, and she deal with that little one, boy. Jordan is hell. Yeah, man. But <laughs> so she, she deals with you and your and the spawn of you. And the spawn of me, right. Sheesh. Two two children at that. Oh, you and female. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You good grief. Yeah, my hat's off to you, man. Yeah, for man, real. Shout out. You are a soldier. That she is. That she is. Um so one thing I wanted to uh I guess we could start off with, man. Something a little light. Mm. Um Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather, man. We watching? Uh so what is this? Uh WrestleMania forty eight <laughs> SummerSlam. What we got? Royal Rumble. Like what WWF event is this? Though? It's all that tied into one. All of it it's tied into one. One, one, one big. Or, or is this uh, the Harlem Globetrotters? That uh, too. Finals. You, you keep going. <laughs> you keep going. It's all is of that, this, man. Uh, it's a big exhibition, man. Is this uh, what's what's? The, it's some bullshit. We, it's some we bullshit. That's what we. That's what we just gonna label it as. We That's what we gonna label it as. Uh, uh. What's what's the purse? What's the bag? What's the bag? I don't know. It hasn't been announced. I've I've I've, I've seen Floyd gonna walk away with twenty M's. Okay. Um, I believe it's gonna be on Showtime and uh, Thriller, Triller, Triller. Um. So I'm obviously it's gonna be on Showtime with a bag attached. Okay. Yeah. Because Floyd ain't getting out of bed with less. Yeah, exactly. Bag, but, but so it's two points of views in this thing, right? Because mm-hmm. my question is, why is Floyd doing this? Um, Floyd bored, man. You think that's what it is? Yeah. There's a school of thought that maybe Floyd need the money. That could be a case. You know? That saying, could you know, be the maybe, case. Maybe Floyd needs the money. You know, we always think, well, damn, Floyd walk away with, you know, 100 M's, mm-hmm. 80, 80 M's off of one fight. I but mean, is it a, e- I mean, you gotta look at it like this. all that money to defend Yaya. Yeah, y'all y'all be going through some some crazy shit. Right, (laughs) that guy. But no, man. Um, I I I look at it like this. I mean, how many fights at Floyd? Like professional fights? Fifty. Was it fifty? So you got to think about the time and preparation for fifty of those fights. Right. You know the punishment that he endured. Even though Floyd is a defensive fighter early in his career, Floyd took a lot of hits. Yeah. Okay. Um. So in my eyes, if there was an easier way to get twenty million, why not visit it? Why not consider it? You know. Yeah. You I know. Mean, the, you know these uh these Paul boys uh they're a big draw. They have yeah. a following. They have you know millions Mar- of followers on Instagram. Martin went and fought uh, Tommy Hearns. He did. Got the ass beat. Yeah. It was over Gina too. Yeah, it was. I ain't fighting over Gina. If it was Pam, maybe yeah, maybe. I'd fight over Gina, but fighting over Gina. You seen Gina lately? I mean, this one Gina then. Gina look like fucking kid from House Party. I mean, Party but have now. you seen Martin lately? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's keeping a buck. Ain't like that nigga out here got there Shamar morning and shit. Yeah. Oh my god, I saw Gina with a high top fade. Oh, what the hell she got going on? But no, nah, back. I mean, back to Floyd. Like, if it's an easier way to get twenty million, yeah, man, you 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 got to consider it. You got to consider it. I don't know, man. I just, to me, it's, to me, at some point, you're taking your legacy a little bit. Mm. You already wasn't the most likable guy. You're definitely a polarizing figure as a boxer. Right. And then after retirement, you're 50 and no. You know, you got a lot of, a lot of, I I like Floyd. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I'm, I'm on a Floyd bandwagon, but a lot of questions about Floyd and his um, strategy in fighting as far as who he fought and when. When he fought him? You know, they say a lot of the people he fought was on a down, either on a down slope or that he caught him early. Caught him early. Uh, Canelo. Canelo, yeah. Caught a young Canelo. And I, I, I still know. go back and watch that fight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, if well, I don't know if Floyd wants to see Canelo. Not right now. Not right now. No, hell mm-hmm. no. Not right now. Hell no. Floyd. Even shit, two, three years ago. Canelo, and, and, but the other part for me too also, which is kind of a little off topic, but just speaking about Canelo, his level of competition hasn't been that high either. He's been fighting some bums. Last good fight I saw Canelo in was with a Triple G. That's I it. Canelo Triple G. And that, to me, was a draw that they gave Canelo. Right. Um, but to me, it was a draw. I think it was the, sec- the second one was a draw, right? The second one, yeah. Then the third, they gave it to Canelo. Mm-hmm. And I think they gave it to Canelo just to kind of end the... Yeah, end the, the feud or whatever, yeah, the, the debate. Yeah. <sighs> so, um, anyway, to get back to Floyd, man, I just feel like... I mean, if you need the money, obviously do it. But, I mean... If you, you know, just doing this shit out of boredom, go find something else to do, man. Like, I just don't, what you, I don't want to see that shit. What you think he should be out there doing? Commentating? No, <laughs> he should just be fucking enjoying the fruits of his labor. Like, nigga, go sit your ass down, relax, gamble, travel, hit some games. You know what I'm saying? Just chill. You retire. You, you know what I mean? You, I'm assuming, got over half a billion yeah. M's in your account, bro. Like, just go chill. You ain't got to come. Nobody want to see this shit. Can you imagine... Floyd commentating though, like no, calling the fight. I don't want to hear that shit. One of one of my favorite Floyd no, interviews is uh, I forgot who it was. It part was uh, what's my man named the old dude. Old it's always dude, because yeah. Floyd always got into it. <laughs> they asked Floyd. So uh, in your uh, in your opinion, the magnitude of this fight, what would you put it at? And Floyd was like, "Ooh, magnitude. That's a tough." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Floyd, Floyd went uh, down to fucking be a damn. Did um, you uh, you saw what happened earlier today? Nah. Uh, I guess him and Jake Paul. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He took his hat. He took yeah, his hat off. That shit's <laughs> <laughs> shit super, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, man, if I'm Floyd, like, you want to be, you know, one of the greatest fighters ever, man. But you like, stooping to these levels, yeah. Bro. yeah that, that there's my thing. That's what that's where you like, at you, with you it. At the, you you stooping to the bottom, bottom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Pauls. Um, I mean, it's entertainment. It's celebrity boxing. It's different from actual professional boxing. Right. That's the lane that we're all in. We just right. saw a clip of Shaq getting body slammed outside of a fucking ring doing wrestling. So that's different, though. To me, it's different. Call it out. How so? It's different because that has like always been Shaq's Shaq. mo. Just a, a this big Shaq clown. Ain't, Shaq ain't just started doing wrestling. He's been doing this shit for years. Mm-hmm. Shaq did wrestling. Shaq was rapping. Shaq's done all that. Shaq acted. Shaq was fucking Kazam. Right. I can't put nothing past Shaq. Maybe Floyd trying to get into a Shaq bag. It's too late. Too late. Too late. I don't nah, want to see it. Bro. And the thing is, is Shaq is doing that in the opposite bag. Mm. This is the equivalent of Shaq um, playing fucking Lil Bow Wow one on one. <laughs> like this is what that is You're going back into the <laughs> arena That made you what you are And you just doing dumb shit You know what this is This is if Shaq and Patrick Ewing Played a one on one Okay. Don't nobody want to see that shit today What's more embarrassing Floyd doing this fight Or, or Shaq in like a three point shootout Three point contest Floyd Okay. Cause we, we know what to expect with Shaq Shaq's not going to be embarrassed with three points. Nobody expected him to win. <laughs> like, nobody. <laughs> nobody expected Shaq to win. Yeah. Like, that's just one of the little goofy shits that, I mean, some people get through. I don't. 
Like that shit just looks stupid. Like I'm not even watching. I'm, you know what I'm, saying? I'm seeing this Floyd fight for what it is, man. This it's entertainment, man. I just it's don't want to see Floyd do this. Yeah. But it's cool. I guess. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about that bag, man. He, about that bag. He got to get about that Floyd. bag. He's always been about he that gonna bag. get that bag, man. He's always been about that bag. Okay. All right. So uh, speaking of bags, man, um, our favorite white person in, in in life, Justin Bieber, man, when he got some locks, and you got a problem with it? Um. I mean, I'm all about free, you know, expressing yourself and everything, man. But this culture appropriation shit is, it's kind of nasty. It's kind of nasty. Uh, I so call who, it out when I see it. So who? Let me. So let me uh, play devil's advocate here. Okay. Who's, who's whose culture is he appropriating? Uh, with the locks, I would say shit. Black people. You think we came up with locks? Who else can lock their hair up like that, yo? I asked you, we come up with it. I'm asking, I'm answering your answer, question with a question. Answer, answer my first, and then I'll I, ask yours. I would believe so. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like it's more of a Jamaican thing than ours. Jamaican? Are they black? Yeah, I said black. You, I didn't say African American. Yeah, I said black. Though. Okay. So I'll do this. Okay. What is when niggas go get them little Asian symbols on their arm? What's that? Is that appropriate in uh, Chinese culture? It is. Okay. It is. And when and you know what? When Jeremy Lin called out Kenya Martin for doing that going. shit. And, that's why and I respected it. it. I respected it. I feel like we all like it's so many different like We all do it, but yeah. at the same time, call it out. I, I don't know. I think that to me, I don't put too much stock in that. Like I don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to get locks, get locks. I yeah. don't really give a fuck. Like and I'm not gonna, you know, talk negatively about you for doing it. You know like I said, I'm all like, about people expressing themselves, but at the same time, expect for it to be called out. You get what I'm saying? But that's the thing. Like, uh, I, I'm i not going to call it out because it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. we don't own that. Like, that's no, not, none of it is owned. None, none yeah, of it is so owned. I don't. And I think he did it because he wanted to do it. When I think appropriate in culture, mm-hmm. to get to my point, I think appropriate in culture is when you're like stealing from a culture for your own personal gain. I think he got locks because he fucking wanted locks, mm-hmm. to be honest. Now, he might have saw it on some black people and said, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to do it too. Cool, but I don't care if you're doing it because you want to fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like This is like his second time doing it too. I mean, yeah. And the first time he did, he caught a bunch of backlash and immediately he was just like, ah, oh, you know, let, yeah, me, let I mean, me cool out on it. Cause when you think about shit like tattoos, like it's all kind of shit that didn't come from black. You know what I mean? Course, like that yeah. we do. And then it's like, oh, well, is that this is that that? And I think to me, you know, the point I'm making is that I feel like people put so much stock in, oh, that's ours. Oh, that's theirs. Oh, that. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Now it's different when you're talking about um, stealing sounds. You know, so we talk about uh, the the charges people bring against Elvis, right? Like, you know, he stole this from that person and this from that person and ten made us believe that was his. That's different. Mm. That, to me, is appropriate in culture. Hairstyles. Did, did, did we own those sounds, though? We created it. We created it. We created it. We don't know okay. where locks came from, but we created that sound. We know mm. where it came from. And we can you can put a direct parallel between what he was doing before and then after, right? Like, there's a, you, you, can, you can draw a parallel. Like, you can literally... There are songs <laughs> mm-hmm. that, you know, they sped up and made and gave the Elvis that mm-hmm. you can find a band that no, that's literally our song. I mean, the game back then was completely outrageous because they were actually had 
black people in the studio recording songs and on the album covers they were putting white people. Exactly. Like there's a in, in a good example is I don't know if you've seen um um Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We talked about it before. We talked about it. I never went back yeah. and watched it. Okay, so yeah, so in that where um Chad Bozeman's character uh, had this style of music, mm-hmm. and they told him, you know, it, this it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. And then after he, I believe he, yeah, he dies. After he dies, um, they show them in the studio with the white group mm-hmm. singing the same exact song that he had. They just sped it up, you know, put a little shooby drop, shooby doo drop on there, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and made it there. So to me, that that to me, that's the direct appropriation of culture. But no. anything else, I don't really care. So like, let, let me like, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, since we're on the topic of music, mm-hmm. some of uh, our favorite producers, some of these super producers out here, mm-hmm. the sampling that they use, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily give credit for. And they is that, sued, a, is they that appropriation? Is it that is. appropriation? It okay. Is. All right. If you're not giving credit, it is. Okay. If you give credit, it's paying homage. That's how you spin it. It's not even spin, it's real. Mm-hmm. Like if you if I say, yo, this is where I got that from, mm-hmm. cool. But now if you're pretending like you created that, it's different. Um one of the dopest um people at that is 40. Um Talking who, about, uh, Drake's producer, Drake, Drake's yeah. brand producer, right? There's a Twitter page um that is ba- I think it's called like uh discovered samples or something like that. Mm-hmm. But all that page does is, is finds the samples to different songs yeah. and it shows where they got it from, right? And it's not like a negative thing. They're just showing like they got this from this and this from that. Mm-hmm. So like um, Pound Cake by Drake. The actual sample that 40 got that from is nuts. Is it like an Indian song or something? Like no, that? it's like a little white girl. Okay. It's a white girl. It's a little, uh, like that part. Mm-hmm. Like that's her. Like, but it's just a little white girl. That's the one with the uh, Jay Z on. No, I'm it. sorry, Jay. Uh, yeah, Hove. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on the Hovers, but a little the uh, uh, like that part. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little white girl singing that shit. Okay. And he take it, kind of chop it up, and it, and it shows like it shows like what he did. So it shows like he chopped it up, slowed it down, did this to it, did that to it, um, and then boom, you mm. get pound cake. You know. Now I don't know if they credit. I'm sure they did. Um, you know, if you don't, you get sued. You know, they learned that with the blurred lines, blurred lines, and everything. <laughs> you know, you a lot of people came for Timbaland too for a lot of his uh, yeah. samples. Yeah, from early on in his career. Um, I think sampling is an art. I appreciate mm-hmm. a good sample. So it's because um, it's, it takes an art. Just Blaze was good for that. When yeah. It was old Rockefeller samples. Him and Ye, Kanye, Kanye's Kanye. the king of samples mm-hmm. because it, it's a skill to me because of how much music you gotta listen to, and then the fact they said, mm, "Let me get." Those chords, that piano. Let me get those drums. Put them together. I'm gonna slow this. Crate crawling this back in the day. Yeah, crate crawling. Just let me grab together. this record. Let me grab this record. See what I can find. Yeah, I'm gonna blend Dr. this together. Dr. Dre, he's yeah. another one. But I'm gonna ask you this: Is we gonna go back to Justin Bieber? So is he uh, paying homage to Bob Marley? Is that what you were getting? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, I, I, I said music. I said musically. I said musically. I, think, I said I think he just wanted fucking dreads. Just wanted the dreads. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I don't know what you gotta ask Justin. I just think that we put too much stock in that kind of shit, man. Like, sure. you know, oh, he's still in this. He wants to do this. He wants. It's like it's like we said before, and that he's acting in black concept. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's just doing what the fuck he want to do. White girls with ass is that cultural appropriation? 
No, that's him getting their asses in the gym. <laughs> Thank God for it. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. They ain't black here so much no more. And your green bean casseroles, and what you say? Green bean casserole. <laughs> that's the secret. All right, man. That's the secret, man. So speaking of um cultures and appropriating, um, moving along. Um yeah, we'll get on this topic. Uh well actually let's stay in music. Let's stay in music for okay. a minute. Uh DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. His relevance. Um, what you think? I, I think he still is. Think I think so? he still is. I think I think that it's a pandemic album. You know? So a lot of things were sent to him versus people actually a lot of shit working being, together. Yeah, a lot of shit being sent. You know, it came out that uh, Cardi wrote her verse in two days, her song in two days, mm-hmm. sent it back to him. You know, it doesn't... Because it's certain songs that you can tell when Khaled's in the studio with mm-hmm. them because it has a certain vibe. Especially when you think about Khaled's style of blending this artist artist with that artist, you know, and then making a you know, making a thing. What mm-hmm. I will say about Khaled though is I feel like his um the uh route that he used, his style that he, he used in maybe the last two albums I wanna say, is now played out. He's oversampling. Right. Like Make a new song. I think a lot of the, I don't know, man. It's just my ear is kind of, it's almost like a white noise now. Yeah. A lot of his songs to me, they all sound the same. Um, the melodies are kind of, I mean, I know like, all right, I need, I need a singer on this song. I, I need a rapper from over here and I need a rapper from over there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to make a hit out of this. Right. That formula, it works for him. But at the same time, it's like I've heard this song from you before. Right. I've heard it from you. I know what I'm getting from Khaled. Uh, as far as his albums, they're going to sell because yeah. you want to see those artists, you know, on his albums and things like that. But um, as you, far as far, I, I don't think his well, torch me, is as hot as it was maybe back in like 2015, 2016. Do you think it's still going to sell? His albums? Yeah, you think it's still sell? Yeah. I don't think. Why so? We're not, when I say I think it's going to sell, I'm not talking about for us, for like other people. Because well, he, I well, mean, well, Khaled well, is pop now. Well, when I ask why so, I'm at, oh, so you're talking, so, okay, when I say why so, you're thinking the name's going to continue to sell it. Yeah. So. And I mean, but, Khaled's name alone. But I'm talking about as far as our culture, is he still relevant? As far as like what we go to is, you know, to I think check so. out, check out certain I, artists. Is he relevant to us? No. But mm-hmm. I think that that also answers your other question because we kind of dictate what's relevant. Right. You know, the songs that they're going to play is going to be based off of us. Mm-hmm. They don't pull the right songs. We do. You know what I mean? Like, right. we're saying, no, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hot. Like, now nah, play that. And that's when you hear, uh, like, Middle Child by J. Cole being played in the middle of NBA broadcast. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have heard that before. That wasn't even on the album. Yeah. Without just a, a Lucy he dropped. Yeah, but I mean, he's in that category of pop now, so that's why I say he's always going to sell. Right, but yeah. even then, you know, pop artists still had to reach back to us. Yeah, you know, unless you're talking the big names, the Taylor Swifts, the you know what I mean. But shit, Taylor Swift had Kendrick Lamar on the song. She did. She did. Katy Perry, Juicy J, when Juicy yeah. when Juicy was hot at the time. Yeah, and I don't think they needed them. I think they used them to get. It was a look. It was a way. Yeah, yeah. it was a way in. 
No, Molly. Molly, Molly did. yeah, Molly, she did she it nasty. Did. Yeah, she was nasty. She did it nasty, man. Because she did it, and then she got right the fuck up out of there, too. Like, there. That's enough nigger for me. <laughs> 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 that is way too much nigger in this room. We can even say Justin Bieber did it when he was hanging with the uh, Migos and who was yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Not and, Tiger, but uh, one of them little young yeah. money niggas. And I'm going to come on uh, Twist. Okay, yeah, Twist. It twist? twist. It was Twist. Because who's the other? There's little Twist and the other little Chucky. Boy. So it's twist. Yeah. Um, the thing with Justin, man, and I'm not a Justin fan. I don't even listen to his music. Okay. This is I heard him harmonize a nigger. Like nigger. I, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I never listened to him again, to be real with you. Mm-hmm. But um, my thing with Justin is I sincerely feel as if that he's being like authentic to who he believes he is. Like he like, because I think about Usher mm-hmm. toting him around. Who he met in these studios at 11, 12, 13 years old and how that like shaped who he was, right? Right. Like you put him in the middle of of, of Atlanta with all these hot ass cultural phenomena mm-hmm. and expecting him to walk out his fucking car on banks. It's just like, no, yeah. it's not gonna happen. Like I'm seeing what's hot. Like I'm seeing what's cool. I'm seeing who I looked up to. So does that automatically give him a pass? I didn't give him a I'm a pass as far as what though? Some of the antics like the nigger and no, no, no. You definitely get it. I okay. said no. That's what I'm saying. I don't even listen to him. There is no pass for that. Mm-hmm. But what I do see is, and what I will say is that it does lend me credence. And I'm not going to necessarily say, "Oh, look, he's trying to act this way," mm-hmm. because I'm like, "And eh, nah, he been like that for a minute." Like, ain't shit changed by him. Like he's been on that. Like you, I, you know, what I mean, maybe when he was a kid, he was different, but now. Like, cause niggas is acting like I kind I kind of see him flip flop though. Cause niggas is that well, cause when it works in his favor, it's cool. But like when when heat starts to come down on him, it's like, oh, let me get off of this for a while. Yeah, but that's everybody. That's everybody. You nah, get caught. Some, nah, nah, some people niggas, stay. Some people never come out of character. Though. But that's some people yeah. Stay but true. them niggas, them make the smart niggas. How many niggas you know that went to court and cut them dreads off? Shh, plenty. <laughs> plenty. What's why? Wayne ain't never cut his. Why? Yeah, Wayne. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. <laughs> he did what? Ten months. Yeah, Wayne took his ass to jail. Yeah, you know what I mean? But and Wayne didn't cut him off because he knew he was only going to do ten months, shit, regardless. Nah. But what I'm saying is that that's I just I can't I can't say thing. just cutting your dreads off is like you know. But it's it's it works same, in your favor. Though. It's a concept. It's the look. Same thing. You say that he's switching his look up who he is when it benefits him. Same concept. Oh, you know what? This look ain't gonna really be, and I use that as an as an example. But you know the same thing if you see, um, but they ain't, but ain't staying true. You said he stayed true to who he is, who he thinks that he is. But if you constantly hopping out of character, I think that yeah. in some situations you can't always be who you are. We talked about code switching. Okay, we talked about that. You gotta be what's you gotta be at that time. If I walk into the, like, think about it, you're going to the interview. Do you wear what you normally wear? Interviews? Nah. Why? I ain't going to get the job. So, so Justin uses his white, his white voice is, is yeah. what you're trying to say. Absolutely. When he uses his white voice. When needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's his, that's his secondary of. Yeah. yeah. And I can't knock it. And I'm not going to knock you for it because I, everybody does it. Mm-hmm. It's common practice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For athletes, for rappers, for entertainers, when you caught up in some shit mm-hmm. and you got to clean this up, it's, mm. mm-hmm. let me suit up real quick. Let me 
You know what I mean? Let me hide these tattoos real quick. Let me speak properly. Let me, you know, do what I need to do to get out of this. Mm. And then I'll get back to my shits after. But right now, I need to get out of this. And I'm mm. good. I think it's the opposite for him. I think. I think you just don't like him. No, I, I don't. I like Justin Bieber. And, I like and, you him. Know, and, and, I like this him. Is, it's not about me not liking him. It's, it's just about see, seeing what he does and the antics. I, I don't think that is genuine. I'll put it this way. And I, I've said this before. Um, what I don't like and what I don't, you know, support is when we kind of hold people to different standards Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, whatever reason it may be in this situation is because Justin Bieber, we look at him as a little white boy. Cool. But we got to have that same energy when Chris Brown slaps up Rihanna and then if in a press conference, he's in this nice suit. Like, yo, listen, you know, I apologize for everything that I did. And blah, blah, the same thing with Kobe. You know, rest in peace of Kobe. You mm-hmm. cheat on your wife. Now you're this concise, you know, sitting in front of this, you know, I, I apologize for everything I did. Tiger, same thing. You weren't talking that way when you was fucking all them hoes in Orlando, Tiger. But we supported it. We understood it. Because nah, mm-hmm. nigga, you got to get yourself out of this situation. Like, clean that shit up for a minute to get right. But then on the other side, now it's, oh, nah, see, you just trying to play your white card now. You trying, and it's literally the exact same thing. It's just business. That's good PR, mm. what that is. At the end of the day, that's good PR. Mm. I can't sit in front of you and apologize for some wild shit I did, and I look, this, and I mean, I look like a wild-ass nigga. Mm. Like, I got to suck. You know what I mean? It's the reason why we wear suits to court. You got to look a certain way. If you don't look, you don't got that look down. If you don't look away, first of all, this this the point that I was trying to make is like I don't think it's authentic with him because the rooms that you just said that he's always around. Just imagine you, you know, let's say when he was around the time like fifteen, sixteen, we had that little bang haircut, right? Right. So he's walking in these studios with like all of these black guys, you know, they got tattoos and everything like that. So they looking at him like, bro, like you know, you might have to switch it up if you want to be around us like that. Like, you know, right. you can't be walking around here with no Barbie. No, no Ken from Barbie goddamn Mattel haircut and everything right. like that. You feel right. me? So for him to feel comfortable in that lane, I'm saying he's jumping out of what he's normally you yeah, know, comfortable but, with. But think just about to fit in. Yeah, but you think about the think about the example though. You're talking about him at 15, 16. I had no fucking tattoos on 15, 16 either. I did. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm saying you weren't covering the fucking tattoos. Say what? You weren't covering the fucking tattoos. You said I wasn't covering yeah. them? No. Don't say he wasn't covered in them. No, I had a few. Like, you, I'm saying, but you weren't. I'm talking covered in tattoos. Yeah, like I'm still not covered in them. But, but that's had, my point is that, you know, he got older, then he decided, and I wouldn't expect a 15, 16-year-old to have a bunch of fucking tattoos. Not any, I mean, I don't care where you come from. It's because at 15, 16, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be making that kind of decision anyway. Hmm. It's just not smart. You can get some bullshit. It's the girl that we see there, you know, the, that one girl that y'all see with fucking Tweety Bird tattoos on your ankle and stupid nah, shit. Nah. Right, is that? It, it, all de- it all depends on the person. It depends like, on the person, it all depends but I don't, on the person, I don't yeah. want you making that decision at 15, 16. That's a permanent ass decision. You're not already made that choice yet. You may feel like you are. You may not regret it as much as you think you will, but I know a lot, a lot of people with tats. Like, the most tat people I know, mm-hmm. when you ask somebody, they're like, yeah, I don't know why I got this shit. When you get it, and I was like 17, you're like, fuck it. You're like my first one. Or they get them covered up or whatever. I got tattoos. I got yeah. covered. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I got it because I was young. Just wanted to have a fucking tattoo. I think at one point I got a tat because we was going to Miami. 
You got one while you were in Miami? No, no, I got one because we were going to Miami and I wanted to be tatted on a bitch. (laughs) And I got that bitch covered up a year later. How old were you? Like 19? Uh, 20, going on 21. Malcolm fucking set me up with that fucking bullshit ass tattoo artist. Nah, nah, man. But uh, all the ones that I got, man, you know, they still hold sentimental value and everything like that. So that's why I said, you know, it all depends on the person. It all depends on the person, man. But uh, getting back to Justin, man, you know that's my opinion on it. I I like him. You know he makes some good songs or whatever. Yeah, but, and don't get me and don't get me wrong. Like I I know where you're taking it. Mm-hmm. I do, and I understand what you're saying. Like I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying is no, that, no. You just you just pushing back on it. You know, well, that's, it's that's but, all it is. Because I want what I want people to do is realize, like we we're saying. On one hand, that you're switching it up when it's convenient, and we're saying that's playing this white card. Mm-hmm. But we do the same shit. Yeah. And then what card is it? It's the safe card. The safe. And one. that's my thing. You the know safe what I mean? Like, I just want I just want everything to be clean. The safe one across the board. That's all. I get it. I know yeah. why you do it. I support it. Do yeah. it, nigga. Clean that shit up and get out of whatever the fuck you win. But. <laughs> But don't condemn. Don't, we can't come down on somebody for for, for using the same formula. Just but it's it's not it's not the same formula though. That's what I keep trying to tell you. It's like this, like like say if I get you, I put this. No, one, I, put this I, I put I put myself in this situation. Okay. Okay. You know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know how I hold myself. Mm-hmm. But if I get jammed up, of course I have to switch it up, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is Justin wasn't necessarily like this. He's only doing this. To fit in a goddamn circle is what I'm saying. So when he gets in trouble, it's easier for him to jump out of that position because on but, the left side, this is comfortable for him. Like being, the, you know, the, the Canadian kid or whatever like that. Right. So it's easy what to I, switch it up. And I get that. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. is that eventually whatever you do to fit in, like whoever, what, like 15, 16, you change, you know, you, you grew into something else. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're saying it's easier to fit in because we're used to what that is. We're used to seeing that as white. That's the real shit here. Is that right. you're used to what he switches back to as being a typical white, you know, look anyway. What he so grew what he grew up on. You get right. Me? But there's a lot of motherfuckers who didn't grow up a certain way and then whatever circumstance switched them to be something else. Mm-hmm. And it's the same concept. So that's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I it's the same it. concept. Now the difference is, is for him. Can he switch back to being the proper white boy? Sure. Yeah. Because that's what he came up as. Mm-hmm. But we can't condemn him for doing that just because it's easier. Because that's where he came no, from. I'm not, I'm not condemning him. I'm just saying, you know, call it what it is. That's all I'm saying. I'm- My thing is, I don't want to act like I know him enough to say, oh, at what, 20, how is it, what, 28, 29, 39? Yeah, about, about right there. 27, you know, 28. 27, 28, that you're still just doing this <coughs> shit to fit in. Like you're too successful, make too much money, you have to do that. Mm. Honestly, he could sing little little white boy songs for the rest of his life and be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, but, he got some cuts on this new album, but, but you know what I mean. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Cuts. But I'm just saying he 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 has some shit he's been doing for a while. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I heard journals before he said nigga. Like that motherfucker was singing. That, that was motherfucker one of the was first singing. album. Yeah, it's one of the first ones. He was singing his ass off. You know what I mean? So my thing is, again, I'm not a Justin Bieber apologist at all, but I want to use this conversation to spark like a deeper conversation than 
Of course, of that, course, that of standard. course. Like, I don't believe in double standards. I don't think it's a real thing. Hmm. I think it's just standards. So when a woman says, this is a different kind of topic, but when a woman says, how come when we have uh, sex with a lot of men, we're a hoe, and how come when y'all do it, y'all the man? Well, my homeboys told me I was a man, and my homeboys told you you was a hoe. Who do you believe? Do you believe you a hoe? No, then you ain't a hoe. Right. Like, it's literally the only difference. Like, you let them niggas tell you that you was a hoe. And the other part is, is the standard of we don't want you if you fuck my nigga, my other homeboy, my other homeboy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't want you if you did that. Mm-hmm. That's the standard. That's why I say it's only standards. My standard is I don't want to be in a room full of niggas that all fuck my girl. That's my standards. So you're saying women are more comfortable in those scenarios? I think so some are. Some, some are. aren't. Some won't touch you. Actually, women are a lot more strict on that, to be honest. Mm. Like, women don't even like if you try to get at them yeah. and they said no and they homegirl feeling you, they'll get mad at their homegirl. Just off the conversation. Yeah, just because all we did was talk. I hopped in DMs. You said no, your homegirl feeling you. Why can't she talk to me? Nah. That's that's a territory thing. That's but what why? that is. Women territorial, but love calling men dogs. Mm. It's a Mother's Day episode. I'm staying away from all of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm staying away music. from that. Oh, oh, uh, uh, I do not want to open that bag. Well, who start? Who start the music off? Shit, what we got? What we at? What we got, man? This is the uh, what we calling this playlist? We gonna call this playlist, dear mama. Dear mama. You know, this is for uh, you know, all you phenomenal ladies out there that we you know spoke on earlier, but uh. First song I got on the list, I'm going to go with uh, my boy YG and Ty Dolla Sign. It's called Sorry Mama. Cause I'm getting money, mommy, you ain't giving me none You can't buy me them J's that come out tomorrow So get used to the things that I'm doing for dollars You said, boy, you better watch your back Your pops in jail, remember that Mama, it get like that You said, don't call me for no bail money Thought I could call for anything I thought you cared for me You said, Kenny, keep that bitch up by my house I said I'm 18, you said this your place. No, this is section eight. Smack me like body. You little disrespectful nigga. Like, mm, mama, you lucky. Lucky I can't hit you. You gon' treat me like this, and you know I have seizures. You know I take pain pills for headaches and fevers. Think now I'm finna less than me. Cause you birthed me and I was acting like I couldn't understand. Sorry, mama. Let me take some weight off your shoulders. At least you know. Yeah. Now most moms say not my ba- not my baby. Not my baby. <laughs> That's a dope cut, man. Um. So again, that was a uh, that was YG featuring the feature cheat code. Ty. Ty. You oh, the cheat code sure. now for features? Yeah, for sure. That nigga His album's been lacking. 
That nigga name his album featuring <laughs> Right. Dollar Sign. Right. Because he knew what time it was. Oh, but. but I wish the I wish the actual album sound like featuring Ty Dollar Sign. Yeah. Like, because he wasn't giving us what when, I wanted. When Ty wanted to sing, Ty sang, man. Man, I wanted, um, uh, fuck. Uh, I wanted, um, Beach House. I wanted Beach House vibes. Yeah. Was that Beach House 3? I like, I like two. Was that two? Which one had, um, Drop Top in the Rain? That was three. Yeah. That was three. That was my that shit. That was three. That was the one I had message in the bottle on it too. Yeah, I yeah. need that one. I need that one. And that's that. That's that tie bag right there. Yeah, I need uh, that. I need. I need horses in the stable tie. Free TC out. Free TC tie. <laughs> that's what I need, man. Yeah. Give me tie down. It's With Quavo. Yeah. I'm tired of that goddamn combination. Oh man. my god! Please, <laughs> please stop. What you got though? All right, man. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take it back, man. Talk to somebody that we we touched on a little bit last episode, man. I'm gonna dig in the Nas pause. Um, Whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna reach back, you know, uh, and drop some Nas, man. So this is gonna be Nas, man. Dance. To when I was born, laying in your arms, wishing you was here today, mom. Wish you'd appear just for a second from heaven, my tears will be gone. I wouldn't be rapping this song, I'd be happy driving up to your eight bedroom mansion. Up late, laughing about the hard times we faced. The galaxy is so enchanting beyond Galileo's understanding, past the Milky Way and all the planets. There's something out there greater, but only God knows. Scientists claim we came from apes, but they lies though. That was part of our conversation. I spark one up and start blazing thinking of how amazing she was an angel gave me love i'm thankful to ever know a woman so real i pray when i married my wife i had one of your skills but mom you could never be replaced i give my life up just to see you one more day to have Favorite Nas records. Um, a lot of folks don't like Nas, man. They kind of talk about Nas's beat selection, but I don't know, man. I think Nas would have would have done himself a solid and buried the hatchet with Hove. They started getting some Kanye beats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can name on like one hand how many Nas albums I've listened to, like all the way through, the whole way through, all the way through. Oh yeah, yeah. it's not a lot. I could probably yeah. still Matic, Illmatic, Godson. Um, I didn't even listen to Godson all the way through. Yeah, I listened to Godson the whole way through. I I went on this binge, man. Hip hop is dead. Yeah, that was one of hip hop is dead. So that's four for mm-hmm. me. And then obviously this fifth one, uh, King's Disease. So that's five. I give you King's Disease. Hip hop is dead. Stillmatic, Illmatic. Those yeah. are the only ones. Yeah. So I guess yeah, yeah. Um, I went on this binge when I was a kid, man. Where Let's I just fucked the best yeah, man. <laughs> Illmatic was, yeah. And I fought Braveheart Nas, obviously. You know. The Uchi Wally one? The Uchi Wally. Uchi Wally Nas. Ooh. Disrespectful. 
the girls in my class did Uchi Wall and we did Peaches and Cream. That was the same year. That's nuts. That's a nasty talent show. <laughs> Damn, I Middle know, school. I know y'all parents are so proud. <laughs> y'all parents had to be so proud, man. Uchiwali. Middle school is a nasty place. Yo, speaking of moms, man. So uh-huh. <laughs> I got a, a story, man. So I remember middle school, right? I'm on a basketball team and shit, and we rode a bus. Uh, like the girls' team, boys' team rode the bus together, right? Oh, man, I see where this shit going. So, you know, on the ride back, man, you want to get you, you know, something nice, something soft to sit next to, you know. You so, know. after the game? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, balls musty as hell in there. Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah, man. You, to get a little, you know, little finger pop, little finger pop action going on, you know what I'm saying? Yo, so boy. So, I finally, man, and I'm not going to say who, because she actually probably listens to this podcast. But, um, shout out my dog, though. So... Finally, finally get her, uh, get her on deck, right? Yeah, and been talking to her, you know what I mean, uh, on the bus ride there, you know what I'm saying. Talk to her after I game, like we ready, you know mm. what I'm saying. So the dilemma is, is that we were playing okay down the street from the crib. Mm-hmm. For me to get this going home action, I gotta hop on a bus to go back to the school. There's no reason for me to get on the bus back to the school because I you live, live down the street. Literally five minutes away. Man, I lied to my mama, man. Told her I left my book bag at school. Right. And then I had to ride the bus to go get it. She didn't pick you up know on what? any other cues? Oh, no, she knew. But she knew. you know, actually, know what's funny. That's why I said I told her I think it's on the bus, but if it's not on the bus, I'm just going to ride the bus back. Right? So yeah. she had to. So here she is following the bus. Back to the school <laughs> to get a book bag that I currently have on. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm on the bus doing everything ungodly possible. Yeah. Right for this 20 minute ride. Man, I got off that damn bus with that book bag on. Went, my homie ain't say no when I got off the bus, right? Uh-huh. Went, thank God she didn't embarrass me. Went to the gym, you know, and I got to look forward. Came back out with it on. I said, that's my mama. My mama boxed the fuck out of me, dog. She said, boy, you ever fucking play with me like that again? I swear to God, you won't ever touch a ball in your life. Damn. Point play, period. But she was so hot. But again, as I got older, I was realizing, like, damn. She you put her through at, all of that shit. She done been to work all day. Came home. Mm-hmm. Made dinner. Went to my game. She thinking she about to go home. My little ass lying. To, and I would added another basically hour. Going mm-hmm. to her day, she got trying to get up in the morning. She should have put me out. You did all that just to throw sign language on some coochie. Man. That's a fact. I was in that shit speaking brown. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that shit. This nigga, this shit. nigga finger popped and then shot at the girl. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yeah, I shit. That's all right. Cause this nigga was throwing gang signs on that shit. Digging in my nose, boy. <laughs> digging in my nose. Which is actually foul because I had sweaty balls. She had sweaty coops, but I ain't care. Yeah, man. Middle school was nasty, though. That was the first time I did my the little uh, finger straight from the coops into a mouth trick. I was doing that at, at 13. Oh, boy. Yeah. You, boy, you was ahead of your time, yeah, nigga. Boy, I, it was a middle finger, man. <laughs> right you, you was ahead of your time, That's dog. actually probably the funniest form of peer pressure. Think about it. If you put it, you probably put it back in her mouth and she say no. Like, like, oh, oh, you don't trust yourself, huh? Oh, say less. Well, let me <laughs> <laughs> pack up. It's like you ever seen that Rick Ross video, man, when he was like, You ever go to a girl house? 
mm. and go in the bathroom and the rash rag stuff. Come on, just go home. Go, just go home. Just go home. <laughs> <laughs> just go home, dog. Just go home. Um, so uh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Um, another topic, man, that I wanted to touch on um, was uh, a little quote mm-hmm. from um, Mister Think Like a Man himself, Steve Harvey. Did you catch this? I didn't. No okay. saying. Um, basically he said, um, and I don't have the clip ready. Was it a, was it one of those righteous quotes to make him look, uh, holier than thou? No, it was one of the quotes that he tried to act like he was speaking from a real place that wasn't, in my opinion. Um, basically he said that men can't have platonic women friends. Mm -hmm. He said that all we're basically doing is waiting to be a shoulder to cry on and then a dick to ride on. Um, what? He, yeah, basically he said that all we're doing. He said the only reason why we could be a platonic friend is because a woman showed no interest in being more than that, and all we're doing is waiting in the wings for that chance. He said the men, the men There's are men waiting. Are. The men so are waiting. So we're waiting in the wings in the wings for that chance. Which I mean, for me personally, I, I said it's complete bullshit. Like yeah. I have female friends, women friends who are gorgeous that I don't want to fucking lay a finger on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, because I know they're crazy as hell. That's number one. As their real friend, I know y'all crazy. Y'all batshit crazy. Like those particular ones are. Mm-hmm. But two, it's just not an attract. Like, I look a lot of them like as my sister. Look a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, I, I literally have no sexual energy towards them. Yeah. Like, they stay in the house and they sleep on the couch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you one of my homeboys at this point. Yeah. And um, we, we've had these conversations in the past and yeah. I've, I've kind of, uh, Highlighted the importance of, you know, not getting messy like that. Valuing, you know, people's relationships as far when it comes to friendships. Like you can't necessarily see everybody as somebody that you're trying to fuck. Right. That's a nasty viewpoint. You feel me? Like that. Every woman I see, I gotta fuck. Yeah. So I mean, that kind of that yeah that kind of says something about you. Like, bro, where you know where your morals at? That says more about you than the niggas you basically speaking down on. Right. Like. You see every woman as pussy, basically. Yeah. I think that's more so his testament than anything else, like a view in a mirror for him. And that's the one thing I, I that's why I hated that thing like a man shit. That's why I hate this. Because mm-hmm. Steve Harvey marketed as he was giving a, a view into the mind of a man. Mm-hmm. And you wasn't. You know, this is kind of familiar to old boy and that just got caught up the nigga that we talked about a couple weeks back the nigga that what was jacks jackson oh yeah 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 yeah. same 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 kind of bullshit right yeah this is the shit he was spewing was absolute bullshit Mm -hmm. and we were lucky enough to kind of catch him to Mm -hmm. call him out on it call him out you know steve's a little different because we ain't caught nothing yet not that we're looking nah 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 but the thing is like i don't again as someone who has a lot of platonic women friends, mm-hmm. you know, that I've never wanted to have sex with, and I don't think they've wanted to have sex with me. I don't know, you know. But the point being is that we're literally just friends. Right. Like we just cool. And it's, it's been situations that I've seen a lot of people kind of, uh, you know, flirt around with where they tried a relationship and it didn't work. Yeah. And they just became like super cool after that yeah and i think that may kind of point toward what he was saying a little bit like you just lingering around yeah we tried it or but like i said the flip side of that now nah, we tried it yeah, it didn't work it didn't work but the fact that you're making it seem like 
men can't get over the fact that it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like that's some desperate nigga shit. Right. Like to me, some nutballs. Yeah, like to me that points to like you not being around women. Like you've never been around women like that. Right. So that because at that point now it's every woman is pussy because yeah. you're not used to women. You're not. You know what I mean? Like you can't see them in different lights. And I think uh, just growing up around a bunch of women, mm-hmm. that kind of made me realize the value like that women hold. Yeah, you know, a bunch they have of women. so many roles. They play so like yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It don't even got to be you know a bunch of women. It could sometimes be being you know growing up around strong women. Yeah, it could be a, just a yeah, certain one. Yeah, it's a strong. Yeah, it could a, be the one, backbone two, of the family. Yeah, you know what I mean. You you got a strong grandma like me. I have you know I grew up around. My aunts all very strong women. My mother was strong. My mm-hmm. grandma, my grandmothers were so, in in our, so for me, I looked at women as that, as just strong. You know what I mean? And um, kind of get to a different uh, part of it. But they say, a lot of people say at least is that you're kind of a, attracted to what you saw growing up, right? Right. So the traits mm-hmm. that your that your mother carried. Or kind of what you're drawn to when you start looking for a partner. Yeah. And, and typically man. they kind of mirror each other. Yeah. That's why sometimes you get the in-laws. The mother doesn't like the daughter-in-law because in the they real act, reasons because yeah, they, they act just too a much. Yeah, like, they act too much like each just other. Just alike. And pops, sometimes it goes. Sometimes positive though. They become best friends because they just alike. And pops used to throw that shit on me all the time. He was like, you know, all you did was marry your mama, right? That's it. He was like, you catching that hell because that's who she is. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't, so don't come to me with that shit. <laughs> see, see, that didn't work, Pops, in, in, in yeah. restaurant trying to suck on fingers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Pops, man. It up. Yeah, man. Look at you. I mean, looking back on it now, man, a lot of the shit that my mom does and looking at my grandmother mm-hmm. is very familiar. Yeah. It's very familiar. And now, like, they're the best of friends. I, what, I think about the, uh, the flip side of that, too, of how... If you have a woman who doesn't exhibit those traits, how could be a turnoff? Mm-hmm. Um, just little things with me, like I think about my, you know, my mom. You know, waking waking up on a Saturday morning, a lot of people talk about breakfast was on the table. Yeah, well, sometimes there sometimes, was no time to yeah, eat. Yeah, sometimes it was you know so <laughs> you got stupid it. ass so man. <laughs> 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 I know. I told her I was thinking outside and we need <laughs> yes, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, um, you know, I mean, and obviously you got days you wake up and need a bacon plan. We clean the house. Mm. Other days I went outside and pops was cutting the grass and mom's was in the yard working too. Mm. It's like, nigga, get your ass up. We got shit to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of grind, seeing that kind of grind from a woman shaped the kind of women I look for. It's like you you're know? on a constant search for. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, nah, you too soft. Mm-hmm. Too soft. You know what I mean? I need, I need somebody who can really, you know what I mean? If, if it need be, you don't mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not waiting, waiting, waiting for me to do this, do that. Nah, yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. More so that independence than that, you know what I mean? That, and obviously as a man, you're the, you know what I mean? You're supposed to take care of family, whatever. But, you know, if, if I want you also to, to feel empowered to do a lot of shit yourself if need be. Right. And not feel like you got to wait on me to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. No, nah, nah, that's a solid point, man. That's solid as hell. But, um, uh, Steve, I get it. 
I feel like he reached a little bit with this one right here. Like I said, I just feel like that was one of those situations where he just, I get, he's looking in the mirror at himself with this one right here. They, they, ain't, they ain't always the case. He's projecting? Yeah. He's projecting? Projecting what? I mean, he's his feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's projecting mm-hmm. what he, because that's simply what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're. Me, yeah, yeah. It's like when you tell somebody what you want to do, a dream, whatever. And they say, oh, you can't do that. Typically, that's them projecting their own insecurities onto you. Like, no, nigga, so you can't do that. I can do this. So you you can't he, do you that. You think he's tempted right now? Of course he's tempted. I mean, we all are. We're yeah. all tempted. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the issue. I just I'm, think, taking, I'm talking about like he's on the brink of like. I, I don't know. But yeah, but it doesn't have to be that. It could just be that, you know, because he said he doesn't have women friends. That was a, the start of it. He, he didn't so have he, he, he don't trust himself. Exactly. He don't trust himself. And that's him again projecting that out. Mm-hmm. Now you're speaking as if we all can't be in the room. Yeah. No, but uh, I I agree to a sense. Like it's certain ones. You know, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't come around at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. No. Yeah, whatsoever. I mean, yeah. So I mean, for mm-hmm. me. I think that's a dangerous game, man. So I try. I, I don't know if I can really think of anyone who I can't be around mm-hmm. and trust myself. Like, I can't think of anybody, yeah. honestly, like that I can't be around and be all right. Like and when I say be all right, as in I'm telling myself I don't, shouldn't, or can't do this. Mm-hmm. But because they're here, I gotta do it. Like I can't stop myself. Yeah. Like I don't. I can't think of anybody like that. Okay. What if it's a situation where, uh, you know, you're in a relationship, and it might not be any smoke between you and no girl, but it's just about the person that you're in a relationship with being comfortable around that person. Like, nah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, they say about women's intuition or whatever. And so she might have something on her spirit. Like, nah. I don't feel her vibe or something like that. What would yeah. you do in a situation like? Uh, it depends. I don't want to negate her feelings, but I, I need to know. And it also depends on who the person is. Mm-hmm. If it's a real close friend of mine, like someone who's been around forever, and I know you can never get that line of, I knew her before you off. That shit doesn't work. But, you well, know. That's a dangerous. It's a <laughs> that's dangerous. Please, that's please, dangerous. Please don't ever play that game, fellas. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Trust me. But what I will say is, man, it just depends on, again, I, I would want to know your reasoning. Like, I'm not going to just blindly say, you know, oh, oh, okay. Like, nah, like, I need to know. Let's talk it out, right? I mean, I just Let's talk know. it out. I just want to know. That's all. Like I said, this is Mother's Day episode, so. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not peeling no goddamn skin back. When it comes to insecurities, none of that, man. This is a positive episode, and we're going to keep it there. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Niggas soft. (laughs) Now, let's run some music. What you got? What you got? It's on me? Yes, sir. Run the music back to back. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to take it to Aubrey, man. Take it to Aubrey. What you got from him? Um, I'm gonna run uh my boy Aubrey Ground, man. Better known as Drake. We're gonna go to the Take Care album, man. I'll play Look What You Done. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
It's like 09 in your basement and I'm in love with Nebby And I still love her but it fell through because I wasn't ready And your back hurt and your neck hurt and you smoking heavy And I sit next to you and I lecture you because those are deadly And then you ask shit and we argue about spending money on bullshit And you tell me I'm just like my father, my one button You push it and ask fuck you, I hate you I move out in a heartbeat and I leave out and you call me You tell me that you sorry and you love me and I love you And your heart hurts, mine does too And it's just words and they cut deep But it's our world, it's just us too I see painkillers on the kitchen counter I hate to see it all hurt so bad But maybe I wouldn't have worked this hard if you were healthy And it weren't so bad, uh, maybe I should walk up the street and try and get a job at the bank because leave it up to me janiques we'll probably end up robbing the bank then wayne calls up my phone conversation wasn't that long gets me a flight to houston in the morning oh it's my time yeah it's on he's thinking of signing me i come home we make a mixtape of 17 songs and almost get a grammy off of that thing they love your son man that boy gone you get the operation you dreamed of and i finally send you to rome and get to make good on my promise it all worked out girl we should have known because you deserve it Real shit, I pinch you after all the things that we've been through. I got you. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. Look what you've done for me. You knew that I was gonna be some. We stressed out and you need some. I got you. Look what you've done. And Drake stands for do right and kill everything. Do right and kill everything, huh? That was a bar. Speaking of killing everything, man, I'm gonna go with my boy, uh, oh, Lord. Kill Edward, the alter ego. Oh, I thought you were about to tell somebody he caught a body. No, <sighs> no, you about to talk about Mitchell. Let, let me not do the segues anymore, bro. I'm a little you, too aggressive. Yeah, I thought you were about to talk about <laughs> Michigan. Nah, man, just caught a body about a week ago. <laughs> Talking about that boy, Kill Edward, man. Yeah. Hey, J. Cole, Cold World, man. Uh, I'm gonna go with that. That wants an addict off of the KOD album. And I'm upset, cause why she always using me for crutch? Growing up, I always used to see her up. Latest shit, cigarette smoking, greatest hits from Marvin Gaye. She kill a whole bottle with some cheap Chardonnay. I gotta leave this house, cause part of me dies when I see her like this. Too young to deal with pain. I'd rather run the streets to see her kill herself, so Phil became my escape from a feeling I hate. Mama cursing me out. Depression, such a villainous state. I used to stay out later on purpose. Subconsciously, I was nervous that if I came home early, then what would surface was her inner. Demons, and then I'd have to end up seeing my hero on ground zero. Tears flow, I out green blow, love and happiness. I wish that I could say the right words to cheer her up. I wish her son's love was enough. I tell her mama go to sleep. She tell me, boy, hush. 
You better pray to God you never get your heart crushed I shake my head in frustration Head to my room and I can still hear the tunes with my door shut Fuck it though, a couple more months I'll be gone Off to college and dorms Fooling myself, thinking problems are gone But now it's 1am and my mama dialing my phone I know she intoxicated and soon this high that I'm on comes Crashing down, she lit talking drunk shit I'm pissed but I'm still all ears like basset hounds Thinking to myself, maybe my mama need help Don't she got work in the morning, why she do this to herself? Hate how she slurring the words, sounding so fucking absurd This ain't the woman I know, why I just sit and observe? Why don't I say how I feel when I do, she's defensive for real Well maybe things get better with time, I heard it heals Little did I know how deeper sadness would go Looking back, I wish I would've did more instead of running Sheesh Yeah, right, man Okay Yeah Damn. We got off on that one Man, just hearing, um because over the years, man, we've got a lot of songs from Drake and Cole, you yeah. know, expressing their feelings about their moms, right? Yeah. So. Light skin nigga shit. Light skin nigga shit, right? We went in there. But the thing is, they're also biracial, right? Right. So we also get like. It's the Eminem in them. Now we get a clear view of like the white women struggle as well. <laughs> like, that's kind of that crack. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you doing. You saying white women do crack? I didn't say white women. What do you say? No, I'm, saying, that shit. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that the struggle is struggle is um you struggle your, is worldwide. Are you in your quality bag? No, I'm just saying struggle worldwide. I everybody wanna, do I'm crack? Try, no, bro, everybody don't do crack, man. Math? Nah, math, man. You know what's a good math, song? Math, maybe a good song for mamas. What's that? Brenda got a baby. No, that is not a good song for mamas, Why not? bro. No. It's a cautionary tale. No. Of a young lad. No, man. Gave, no. That, gave that little, little, little. No, little not Brenda. No, no. The worst example. I heard Brenda got a baby. No. But Brenda's, Brenda's belly got a brain. A damn shame. The girl could barely spell the no. name. No, Yo, the fact now. that Brenda couldn't spell Brenda is nuts. Yeah. The nigga who spanked Brenda is ridiculous. I wonder if that's like the uh, the theme song, like when kids going to defects or some shit like that. It's probably what they play in abortion clinics. <laughs> Damn, double homicide. You don't think you play Brenda got baby? What what song you think? HR. Play? <laughs> look, look at old snitchy. HR. Look at snitchy McGee. Help me. You're not gonna answer the question. Um, nah. What song? Go ahead. Do you think they played abortion? Honestly, um, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I've never been to an abortion clinic. So swear, I swear to God, never. We don't believe you. You need more people. What <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. we have? <laughs> Death to group chats. Death to group chats, man. That's what you told me. Yeah. How many group chats are you currently in right Two, now? One too many. One too many. One too many. How many are you like actually active in? Three. Three? About the same for me. Maybe two. Two. Three. About three. Two. I got all of them muted though. You mute all of them? Yeah, they're muted like a fuck. Your battery life be draining like a fuck? Nah, it's Data. Phone. I got an Apple Watch. I ain't trying to have my wrist vibrate like that. The craziest thing I saw with a group chat was um Beast uh black black started a, a group chat the other day. B. B Simone? 
Huh? No, not B Simone. You in the manifestation group chat? No. Oh. Black B. Black B. How do you do that? <laughs> no fucking clue, bro. Not my business. Not not. <laughs> Yo, what up, fellas? <laughs> it's like who the fuck is dead? <laughs> It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's I. It's I. The black one. The black. The blackest of them all. We was like, bro, no, this is not what you need to be doing right now. Who blacker? Uh, be a dark. Dark. When you have a name, when, when name your is, name is darkest, Marcus. When your name is Marcus, that nigga name. That is, he has the fucking coolest nickname ever, though. That nickname is dark. He the real dark man. Dark. That nickname is darkest, Marcus. That's the one. Yo, whoever named that nigga Dark we is was the bro, greatest. When I tell you Quaco niggas are hilarious, dog. Mm. We some of the funniest niggas out better, there, man. Dog. I think I told you explore about the nigga that I went to high school with in Halloween. His name is Halloween. His nickname was Halloween. Oh, shit. Like, he always had a mask on. Halloween's really the ugliest nigga I ever met. <laughs> Honestly, and I say that as, as respectfully as possible. He always got a mask. Ugliest nigga I know. Always in costume. Ready. Ready is scary. Oh, man. Boo. Ah! I'm sorry. Go ahead. What do you. Black, black Betty group chat. What do, you, what do you do when. um Running hot? Nah, 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 nah. Like, say if um say if you're a part of a group chat and you right. know no one in the group chat. You're like, yo, I don't think I'm supposed to be in here. Y'all think y'all got the wrong number. Nah, I stay in there. You stay in it. You know what's wild? I got added into the. Uh, the South Effing somehow I got into the South Effingham boys basketball group chat. Really? Yeah. Mm. I stayed in it just to see. You know, uh, just just check the temp. I was in there being phony too. I can, cause like the coach introduced himself, like uh, happy to meet you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> they slid me out that bitch eventually though. You know, uh, you know Jamel Riley. No, no. Okay. We said names on the podcast. We said we just said darkest. <laughs> we said yeah, Marcus, but, but nobody know who darkest is. You just call a nigga whole government name. Yeah, yeah, man, he good. He good people. We ain't, we ain't about to incriminate nobody and all that. But we got a group chat. Me and a couple of my partners. He's a part of it, right? Go ahead, officer. But uh, nah. But he's he moved. He moved out the country. Yep. So his number, you know, it's out of it's out of order at at the moment. Well, it was. Mm-hmm. So we're in the group chat. His number just starts popping up. He was like, "Yo, you know, I'm not who y'all think I am. Take me out this group chat." He was like, oh, no, nah, nigga, you in this shit. It take too much to fucking create a new crew chat. Right. You got to rock with us, nigga. Right. So we just started calling this nigga New Riley in the crew <laughs> chat. <laughs> so the other night, he was like, hey, hey my people, I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, he's a part of the crew now. Yeah. That, that's some dope shit. That's wild. <laughs> I remember, Like, man, we holding people hostage in group chat. I remember though. on Christmas, man, um, my uncle started a group chat. Just tell everybody Merry Christmas. Mm. And uh, somebody else was in there. I, we don't know who it was. Yeah, he said, "Hey, can y'all take take us out?" And my cousin Court was like, "No." And I don't know why that shit made me laugh so hard. But he's like, "Nah, you saying it?" Family, family group chats are the worst. Man. They are, man. They are. And those get muted first. Like when I get aggravated, I put like stop. You know, like the oh, so automated they, text messages. Does it work? Shit. Nah, no, that shit they don't like, work. Who the fuck you talking they, to? But everybody know I hate group chats, yeah, and they still I, put me in these bitches. I man. hate being. A, I'm cool with certain group chats, or like for business, uh, like for you know, for soup for the soul. We got a group chat, right? You know, it's cool. Um, that's muted too. Every literally every group chat. <laughs> Some that's muted of. too. It's, it's muted because I'm like I said, I got an Apple Watch, man. You text, 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 text. Like, and then you know you got some people who text the way mm-hmm. they talk. 
So like they'll fire off four or five texts in, su- in succession. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this, yeah. And not what well, they ain't talking about shit. It's just repetitive. Man. You see, one of the group chats I'm a part of is like a bunch of aunts and uncles who are retired. And they I'm don't have nothing but time, time on their hand, right? Right. So it's just consistently throughout the day. And it's like, man. Yeah, so. Man. God damn it. Speaking of chats. What's up? What you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of chats. Speaking of being a little chatty. Chatty patty. So, man, when do you know what you should or shouldn't be telling your girl? Um, I have a conversation if with you. you. If, you have to, if you have to ask yourself, should I tell you? Probably shouldn't. Okay, so that's a good starting point, but let's keep going. (laughs) That's a good starting point. You probably shouldn't shouldn't say that. I feel like you shouldn't tell her anything. What you tell what you talk about your niggas should stay between you and your niggas. True. True. Yeah. Because I you know, I don't you know, we don't we don't we don't run around and tell our niggas, you know. Everything our girl tells us. Exactly. Not supposed to. Imagine if you That's valid. That's valid. I just I I had a situation where um, I told when my little homeboy saw him, and then he ran back and told his girl, and then she called somebody about it because she felt this, this, and this. And it had nothing to do with anything she was talking about, but she felt the way, you know, and it became a thing mm-hmm. all because he told her some shit that I told him. And it's not the first time this happened. Mm. So I was like, gee, like, I told you that. Mm-hmm. What the fuck were you doing telling her? He told his old lady that? Yeah, he told his old lady something. Hmm. It was about a situation that happened with him, and, you know, and I'm like, bro, like, I, it was a joke. Like, with me, like, why? And my thing is, like, bro, like, that shit, like, you ain't got nothing else to talk about. I mean, some some niggas just feel comfortable, like, they have that type of relationship where they just but tell I, each other everything. Yeah, but, and that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. But only when your girl ain't gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if oh, I, so she took it and, ro- and she rolled took it to somewhere else uh-huh. and made it a whole big thing mm. based off you. Man, I was just joking with it. Well, mm. she didn't know it was a joke. Well, it's to be expected. You know, the person that you lay your head with, you got you have to understand that some conversations are going to happen, even if you know whoever receives the information first. If someone tells them, all right, you know, this between you know me and you, you have to know that. When they lay down at night, whoever, you know, they're sharing their feelings with and everything, they're going to hear about that shit. Right. That's expected. But that has to stay in between these walls at the same time. So I get the point that you're making like, yo, you know, bro, why did you come off of that information? Right. Yeah. So, but you (laughs) should have known (laughs) not to let that shit fly. Right. Well, yeah. And the thing was, was that. And it's funny, man, because I talked to uh, one of my other big homies about it, man. He told me the same thing. Mm-hmm. He told me I shouldn't let it fly because it happened before. He's like, bro, you knew this, yeah, okay. He said he knew better. He said you did it before, mm-hmm. and he told her something. So why would you go back and do it again? Mm. That's, that's a fair point. Okay. I always, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very good at taking account accountability for my shit. Right, right. Like right. I wear my mistakes proudly. Mm-hmm. Like I wear my mistakes like mm-hmm. a badge of honor. Like yeah, I did it. I did. You know, I fucked that up. That's my bad. So is it going to happen a third time? Hell, no. I'm not talking <laughs> nigga about shit. <laughs> Nothing. How was your day? Shit was cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> nigga, I ain't talking to you. Love my nigga. Yo, shit I ain't cool. talking to you about shit. You yeah. talk too much. Mm. You talk too much. Damn. You can't hold water. And it's cool. In a cup. You still my nigga? Right. 
Yeah, ho, we could hold water in a, in but a you, bucket. I mean, that's a that's a that's the beautiful thing about knowing who your friends are. You know which friends to trust with certain things. Right. You know, Man, this the friend that talk. I got friends just like Fort Knox, where I tell them niggas anything, won't say a word. Mm-hmm. I'm like Fort Knox because I forget it. You don't care that much about your friends, is what you say. Well, some some shit I don't give a fuck about, but also as a friend, I tell them that mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck in the moment, so they know I didn't give a fuck what he told me. Right. So don't be surprised at the little things I don't give a fuck about. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is also, um, some things they tell me I just forget about. Yeah. Until so they bring it back up again. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. But mm-hmm. it doesn't hold a place in my mind. The yeah. Where, like it's you know what I mean. Something I'm thinking about. Like oh, guess what. Or did you hear? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah, I feel like I feel like um, in a relationship, it's certain things that you know you come to the table and talk about just to kind of keep the communication, mm-hmm. you know, within means. But at the same time, it's certain stuff that you got to hold down. Yeah, it's certain right. stuff. It's That's it's true. a lot of things that you know a lot of my friends go through and everything, and I don't discuss it with anybody. Nah, it's not you like you said, you know. Like 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 Drake says, man, I gotta have a lyric in every. Go ahead, every go ahead. Pop, what what, man. what quote more, we got? It's more attractive when you hold it down, man. It's more attractive when you hold it down. What song was that? Stay scheming. Yep. Shorty ding, was telling me ding, shit ding, about ding, the rap ding, niggas. Ding. Tell the bitch it's more attractive when you hold it. We down. need to have a uh, a lyric jeopardy. Wanna do that? That should be cool. Man. I stumped, man. I, I'd win that. That should be dope. I'm like a jukebox, cause like you you play some shit. I'm saying, mm-hmm. saying I do karaoke without lyrics. I'm like that when it comes to like hearing. Like if I hear a certain beat or something like that, I could be in my house, right? Yeah. This shit is crazy, and I can hear a car pass in the house, mm-hmm. and I can hear like the way the beat hitting. Yeah, and I can tell you exactly what song that. Shit oh yeah, is, right? yeah, for sure. I'll start singing it. <laughs> I start singing. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, I, I yeah. know I, karaoke is my favorite, favorite karaoke song. Go. Keep sweat. Um, you know, you know. That's your shit. No, my love, nigga. I, I got you. Tripping. No, yeah. twisted, 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 twisted. Yeah, twisted. Um, my new favorite. What you got? Charlene. Uh, Anthony Hamilton. Yep. Woke up this morning, found a letter that she wrote. <laughs> Says she tired as I'm always on the go. That nigga was hurt. Yeah, man. That nigga so sharp. Think she ever came home? Fuck no. She probably heard that song and headed for the hills. Yeah. This nigga crazy. This nigga is nuts. This nigga is a nut. You see that patchy ass beard, nigga? I'm not coming back home to you. You got me fucked up. Yeah. And fuck you, Mike, talking about my beard like uh, Anthony Hamilton. My shit feeling out now, nigga. Your shit did feel out, man. Yeah, nigga. Shout out to the niggas who thought the quarantine and not going to their barbers gonna get them a full beard. <laughs> no. Nah, I told y'all niggas like what that. to do, man. Juices and berries. Juices and berries. Juices and berries, nigga. You mm-hmm. to another song, man. Okay. Shit, what we got, man? I'ma go with Yep. Yes, sir. Shit, let's get to uh Ghostface Killer, man. All I got is you. This goes out. So all the families that went through the struggle Yeah With no heart It was all from the heart Everything was real Yeah Dwelling in the past Flashbacks when I was young Whoever thought I'd have a baby girl and three sons But going through this difficult stage I found it hard to believe While my old earth had so many seeds But she's her own woman And due to me I respect that I saw life for what it's really worth And took a step back Family ain't family no more We used to play ball eggs after school Eat grits cause we 
channel fixed the hanger on the TV Rocking each other's pants to school Wasn't easy, we survived winters Snotty knows with no coast We kept it real, but the older brother still had jokes Sadly, daddy left me at the age of six I didn't know nothing but mommy neatly packed the shit She cried, and grandma held the family down I guess mommy wasn't strong enough, she just went down Check it, 15 of us in a three-bedroom apartment Roaches everywhere, cousins and aunts was there Four in the bed, two at the foot, two at the head I didn't like to sleep with John, Johnny peed the bed Seven o'clock, plucking roaches out the cereal box Some shared the same spoon, watching Saturday cartoons Sugar water was a thing, every meal was no frill In the summer, free lunch held us down like steel And it was days I had to go to Texas with a note That was a ghost face. All I got is you. Yeah, man. Dope, yes, right? sir. Tony Starks himself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The one and only. All right, man. So I ain't going to do too much talking in this one, man. I'm going to go to Kanye. Uh, we can go to Kanye featuring Paul McCartney, man. Only one. As I lay me down to sleep, I hear her speak to me. Hello, Marit, how you doing? I think the storm ran out of rain, the clouds are moving. I know you're happy, cause I can see it. So tell the boys inside your head to believe it. I talked to God about you. He said he sent you an angel. And look at all that he gave you. Yes, for one, and you got to. Mm-hmm. You know I never left you. Cause every road that leads to heaven's right inside you. So I can say, hello, my only one. Just like the morning sun. You keep on rising till the sky knows your name. Remember who you are No, you're not perfect But you're not your mistakes Hey, 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 hey Oh, the good I was the bad Even on your estate Remember I'd say Hey, hey, one day You'll be the man You always knew you could be Alright, man That was a little yay only one featuring uh, Paul McCartney. Crazy Yay? Um, or was that saying Yay? I think that's Crazy Yay. Crazy Yay? Yay, Yay, Yay went left soon as moms died. Okay. Um, I can't remember what city they was in, man, but uh, I remember um, the first time he did Hey Mama. Mm-hmm. It was like a couple of weeks after his mom's passed. And, ew, dog. Like, like wow. Just like a, why, like, like he broke down. Clear breakdown. Like, yeah, man. Like, which is, I mean, obviously, like, your mama just passed, you know, the circumstances surrounding it, mm-hmm. you know, how she passed. Obviously, you can get, you know, you always get that regret when people pass and the remorse and everything. Yeah, the remorse and you, you kind of, you know, damn, I could have did this, kind of could have did that. You know, I, I should have been there. You mm-hmm. know, I could have helped, I could have saved, that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, obviously. You know, with your mother, man, I couldn't imagine, you know. One of the close friends of mine, actually, my little brother, man, he, he lost his mom not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And sh- I just know, 
you know what I mean? Well, I don't know actually, but I can I, I can uh, attempt at least to imagine, man, just just what those that range of emotions is. Yeah, it's a different world, man. Yeah, without without her, yeah, hard, uh, hard, man. Um, you know, I always say like um, after my grandmother passed, like mm-hmm. me and my mother's relationship got even stronger, a million times stronger, mm-hmm. and I think it was more tied to. Because I, I think I think we all got the the, the um we all do it. Well we kinda take our mothers for granted. Yeah. You at know, times. It, yeah, it happens. We do it. You know, everyone's done it. But in that moment, man, watching my mother lose hers was tough. And then seeing how she got you know, kinda worked through it. Um But it made you value Y'all relationship, because you're like, yeah. wow, I still have her here. Let me make the best exactly, out of this. Exactly, mm-hmm. because I see how much this hurts you. Like, mm-hmm. I, and, and you the thoughts, the, you know what I mean? Everything, I'm sure, that goes into that process, man, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and how that affects you on just a day-to-day basis. The memories, the little thing. I remember, you know, we did something for her birthday, and, like, you know, she just kind of was like, yo, this is the first year, like, yeah. my mama didn't call me and say happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Like little stuff, you know what I mean, and like everybody like that. You know, I say this: I need to get better at um, listening to my mom's problems because I always feel like I come to her with mine. Yeah, because growing up, that's all I had to go to. You right. know, she was always a problem solver, so yeah. I still see her in that light. But I have to understand that she, you know she's human too. She has yeah. her emotions. She goes to her shit, mm-hmm. but she does such a fucking great job at covering all of that up. Yeah. And even still with her having, you know, me and my sister, you know, we're adults now. She still kind of put puts on that mask to kind of make it seem like everything is okay. So yeah. I need to get I need to get in the habit of, you know, just checking in. You know, I call, you know, we talk almost every day. But at the same time, when I'm calling this, yay, my like, check this out. So I need to kind of flip it and be like, you know, how was your day? Yeah. What did you have going on? You know, what's going on with you? I can say that um, I have gotten better at that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of came with, you know, my grandma's passing, man, um, that I, I definitely hear my mom's shit now. Like, yeah. let her get, you know, get that out. Whatever. It could be this work. She was talking about work shit. Mm-hmm. You know, this happened, this happened, and I just don't understand this and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I, I hear my mom's out because she does it for me. Um, one thing, it was a Coach K quote, so I know, and I know how you probably feel about Coach K. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, man, Coach K had this quote, man. This is when uh, Zion and RJ were still the dude. Uh-huh. And um, he was talking about, he was like, you, he was basically telling them, you guys should love this. I'm talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. He was in, in, in their um, practice facility. He said, you should love this. He was like, and when shit gets hard, shit's real, you know, when things get tough, he said, typically, what's the number one excuse that's going to stop you from being here? Hmm. And they were like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. He was like, right, you're tired. He said, be like your mother. He said, your mother never got the call out. She never got to take a day off from being your parent. Right. Like, she always was there. She always showed up. Right. He was like, you know, he lost, he was saying he lost his mom, but, you know, he remembered no matter what. If I was sick, she was there. Mm-hmm. If I, whatever I needed, she was there. She never got a chance to take a day off. Mm-hmm. And he was like, be like, even even though she was probably tired as hell. And he was like, be she like your pushing. mother. Be like your mother. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a dope quote um, from him. You yeah. know what I mean? I thought that was a, a real, 
real dope way to look at it because when you really think about it and think about everything that you did as a kid, you fucking up in school, yeah. calling your mom, she don't get no day off. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? You Whatever, you sick, you got to stay home. She got to figure that out. You wake up with a fever, she got to figure that out. You're right. You don't think about the adult shit you think about now. Like, damn, what if she had this important-ass meeting at 9 o'clock? You know what I mean? And I'm in school fucking around yeah, and shit. And she, she got to step out. Yeah, they blowing her phone up. Yeah. The f- blowing the work. Nigga, that we grew up back when they called the office mm-hmm. asking for Jennifer. Who is it? Well, this is her school. Yeah. Oh. Oh, y'all, Jennifer's son acting up again. <laughs> that boy back at his little badass. You need to beat him. Right. Not I'm, knowing. I'm getting my ass cut. I just don't care. Cool thing about my mom, no, she didn't have a problem with letting me see. Like, nigga, I will leave your ass. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, kind of a similar story to what you were talking about, you know, with you and Q. You know, kind of taking her time for granted. Yeah. Sitting around watching Dragon Ball Z and shit when she mm-hmm. was, like, on a strict schedule. Yeah. Uh, When I was getting picked up from school, my mom, the shifts that she was working was, like, middle of the day getting off in the evening, like, 7, 8 o'clock. So when she was picking us up from school, that was actually her lunch break. Mm. You feel me? So <clears throat> there was a situation. I was outside talking to my friends, and I saw that she pulled up. So I kind of turned my shoulder to make it seem like I didn't see her, and yeah. I was still out there rocking with my friends. Yeah. And so one of my partners was like, "Yo, that go your mom?" And I was like, "Nah, I just act like you don't see her. You know, I'm out. You know, I'm out yeah. here." She blew the horn, and I knew it was her horn. You know what your mama horn sounds right, 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 right. She blew it like two times. One of my father was like, yo, your mama leaving. And I looked. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, she really left. Like, for uh-huh. real. And she always told me, nigga, I will leave you. Yeah. Like, tighten your, when you see I'm pulling up, hurry the fuck up. Yeah. Because I only got a certain amount of time. I was like, bro, I thought she was always bullshit. And you I had what to what figure it out. I had yeah. to walk my ass home. You walk feel me? Ass to the crib. You feel me? So it was just situations like that, man, man. You know, like you said, we take them for granted. We don't intentionally do it. It's just... A part of growing up, man. A part of growing up. Absolutely. But we appreciate everything that y'all do for us. We Say do. it again. We do. We're going to keep saying it. Mm. Um, one thing I, I've been wanting to get to, man, and I thought about this when DMX passed, and then I thought about it again uh, when Black Rob passed. Uh-huh. And I thought about it again when you uh, sent me that clip of uh, Royce. Royce. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, and it's kind of it's survivor's remorse. In the black community. Mm-hmm. And I, I say in the black community because I can only speak for us and how we feel. And what I mean by survivor's remorse is you being the one who made it out. You being the one who got it. Mm-hmm. Or what they perceive as got it. Right. You being the one that seems to be straight out of a group. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> another Drake quote. Right. Um, you know, I ain't lying on these verses. I'm just showing you the basis of growing up with your friends and becoming the one that made it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then feeling like, damn, do I owe my friend something? Do I owe these people something? Do I owe the old neighborhood something? Do I owe this, you know, this person, that person? Like, what do I owe them? I saw a clip also with um, I forgot my dog's name, man. Brought on um, million dollar worth of game. Uh, not uh, Gilly, his brother. Uh, what's his name? Um, Wallow. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Wallow has this clip floating around. It's going viral. Him talking about your fucking people. Yeah. You don't owe them shit. Mm-hmm. And don't let them hit you with them stories, sad stories, mm-hmm. make you feel like you do. 
you know, I'm a fucking thing that got the same 24 hours you do. Right. You know, that whole spill, right? Yeah. But my question to you is, how do you deal with that inevitable feeling of remorse? You know, your friends hop in your car and look around like, oh, this how you living? They come to your crib. Oh, you mm-hmm. got this, you got that. Like, how do you operate in that? Um, you just got to put it in the back of your mind, man. Yeah. Because you're doing nothing wrong in those situations. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And just knowing where I came from, I know that every opportunity that I had, those niggas had the same opportunities. Right. We all kind of got handed, you know, a short stick in some aspect. Nobody right. nobody was handed, like, that golden spoon. Right. So we all had to work a little bit harder. But mm-hmm. they chose the option not to do it. They right. chose those alternate routes. <laughs> you know, back in the day, it was like, man, we doing this. What you on? Nah, man, I'm, I'm chilling. Right. I'm chilling. Oh, shit, fuck it then. We'll catch yeah. you later. Yeah. So in, in those in those instances, I would say, man, you can't feel, you, you can't down yourself. You can't feel guilty about it. And I've been in situations where niggas tried you know, at least to attempt it. They're like, bro, like, oh, shit, you know, you kind of foul. I was like, nah, nigga, I'm moving correctly. It's about right. what the fuck you didn't do exactly. to yep. be in my position. You feel mm-hmm. me? And it's hard for people to recognize that, man. I know I got, I've been hit up in, I'm not going to say no names, man, or put, you know, kind of trying to put nobody's business out there like that, but had somebody who recently came home, man, and, you know, why they was in jail, hit me up, asked me for, you know, a little change, and I sent it to them, Asked again, and I sent it to him. Then asked again, and you know, it's the last time, bro. And you know, sent it to him. And mm-hmm. then you get out, as your man, you can just hit me off with, you know, this much, you know what I mean? I'll be straight. That'd be the last time I bother you. And yeah, you said it before. And, right. And, and it's at what point you just say no? Well, because it's hard to do. It's, it's a childhood friend, somebody you grew up with, someone you hate to see in that spot. Um, You know, it's kind of, you know, it. it you got to be in a certain place to come to somebody for that. I don't, I don't think you just flat out say no. I think it's, it's certain conversations that need to be had. Like, you know, what are you gaining from this? You know, what's your goals? Like, how you can correct a lot of these situations? Like, I can't keep handing this to you without seeing something in return. So, can I, I can. Can I be honest? Go ahead. I don't care. You don't care? About that. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right. You mm-hmm. should ask that. Right. I don't care about that. Okay. Like, so what What do you care about in, in those situations? In those situations, I want you to be straight, obviously. But also, I don't really care what you're doing with this money. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. You ask for it, if I got it, I'm going to look out to a certain point. But I'm not in, in what, like, everything, I don't want it to seem like I'm, like, discrediting what you're saying because mm-hmm. I think everything you said is correct. What I'm saying is... I don't ask those questions because I generally don't. You don't care. want you. Uh, like I'm not here to give you the advice. You don't what care. You, you don't want to know. No, I don't care. Okay. And those go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know because I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know it, I, it, it comes off as me being an asshole, but just being honest. Like, you know, I, I see you got your situation. Cool. This is what I'm going to do to help. But me asking you, what are your goals? What? Because to me, and this is my 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 father speaking. Me asking no questions just give you room to bullshit me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you may not even know what your fucking goals are at the moment, which is cool. Yeah, you know, figure that out on your own. I'm just not here to talk you through it. Mm. I'm, I'm in those situations. Um, I guess you know, being locked down, don't try to swipe me on no shit. And what I right. mean by swiping, don't try to hustle me. Out of my money, bro. Right. Like because we go too far back. I know you, you in that system, and that's how they get down now. But 
this me you talking to. Right. So if you need some change, just say you need some change. But you, hey, man, so, bro, like, I'm in this situation right now. I'm in this bind. Bro, we don't rock like that. Man. Right. And I've called that out plenty of times with a certain person that, uh, I think, yeah, I mentioned, I mentioned, uh, my cousin on the last episode, but me and me and him are bump heads. And I went about, you know, maybe a year and a half or something like that without talking to him. Cause he felt away, but I can't feel guilty. Yeah. Cause like I said, nigga, you had every opportunity I had. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. and you know, you know, the thing is, man, um, one of my biggest, biggest things that I hate, my biggest pet peeves is being taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Like I, I was have actually, I had ther- a therapy session, uh, Tuesday. And then that conversation, I was speaking to another situation that I felt like was me being taken for granted. Yeah. And as soon as I said it, my therapist was like, uh-oh. Because she knew. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, she know, like, that's one of them things we want to, like, the majority of friendships of mine that end, end because I felt like I was being taken for granted. Hmm. Whether me being understanding is being taken for granted, whether me being giving is being taken for granted. Like, at some point, you, I felt like you were taking what I provide for granted mm-hmm. because you felt like you could always come back to that. Well, you disrespected that part of our relationship, and because of that, I can't fuck with you mm-hmm. because you're taking advantage of me. So, for me, I like I said, I don't mind giving, man, I don't mind any of that, but it's just a certain point. So, my question is we see it's a lot of guys in the NBA, man, in the league. Um, you know, one story. Uh, that I know about well, just in you know, obviously me and Q grew up around um, around uh, Mac, around Trace McGrady, right. and when he first first went back to Orlando, he used to go down to Arbondale a lot. Arbondale is about forty five minutes from Orlando, Orlando. really thirty. Okay. And Arbondale is his hometown, mm-hmm. so you go back to Arbondale a lot. Now this is Mac, this is Orlando Magic Tracy, right? Okay, um, cheat code, cheat code. Going at it with Kobe Tracy. Mm-hmm. Riding through Armandale, man. And uh, somebody pulls up next to him, hops out on him with pistol out. Give it Rob, up. Yeah, give it up. Mm. Call him by his nickname. Okay. And they pumpkin. It's pumpkin. Hey, hey, run now. Run that shit. Mm. You know what time it is. Me riding through Armandale in the Bentley. What you think? You know yeah. what I mean? So, Stand out like a sore thumb. And, and it, he needed that. To see, like, eh, maybe I gotta get out, hmm. you know. But but it's that feeling of I gotta stay here to be to remain real, right? No, it's like what Boosie said, right? You know, talking you about get how killed you get killed city. in your own city every mm-hmm. time. You see it a lot. We talked about this before. Yeah, you know. So, at what point does that switch? At what point do you say, oh, "I gotta go, man. I gotta mm-hmm. move. I can't be here. It's not safe for me or my family. Yeah. I'm a target here. But this is home." Yeah. You know what I mean? Being being in, being in that position that he's in, he, yeah. you know, I guess at the time he didn't realize right. I got to move different. Right. Because there's a lot of niggas out here that want what I got, yep. jealous of what I got. So they'll do anything to see me not have that shit. Mm-hmm. But as far as not doing for your community, you can do you can do a lot of shit from your community, you know, from, from a different, yeah, from afar, from a different city, you know, charities or whatever you pull up, you know. Thanksgiving time, do the whole turkey drive, whatever you want to do to give back, but don't let situations like that scare you away from where you came from because home is always going to be home no matter where you at. You get what I'm saying? So 
You, you just have to know how to move, man. You know, you have to know how to move, but at the same time, just realize, man, everybody ain't going to show you the same love. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's, and like you said, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's tough because, again, like you said, you, you want to show that love. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get it back. It's always going to be it's not nip, see it. It's nip situation. You got all these plans, you know what I mean, for, for your area. And you get that one the help, motherfucker. The help the niggas that's out here it, trying to fuck help you the up. same nigga that you know, fuck you, you over. Know, you giving jobs to niggas. You right. giving jobs to niggas with felonies because you know they can't work nowhere else. Yeah. So all these niggas in your sort of work there is felonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's felons, I mean. And the wild shit is, I was reading, you know how they do like the oral history of shit and people are talking about like what they were doing. Say so hey, how yeah. Sam talking. Yeah. And uh, one thing he was saying was like, man, all this in the, in the, in the uh, store are felons. Right. Can't none of us carry weapons, not mm-hmm. legally. So when all this is going down, we can't even really defend them because ain't nobody in this bitch crap. And even when I went to the store, you picked that vibe up immediately. Yeah, like just conversation with one of the guys behind the counter. He was like, you know, where y'all from? Yeah. First thing he asked, you know, we kind of giving them the backdrop and everything. He was like, hey, you know, it's kind of giving us, you know, rules and regulations on how to move and everything, mm-hmm. but. You could just tell the way he was talking, the way he was looking around in the lingo, man. Like, okay, I see, I see what I, I see what's going on here, man. But that's dope, bro. But like, you can't take, you can't take what niggas do in their community for granted, bro, because right. they're trying to uplift it. So for these niggas to be out here, like, oh man, fuck this nigga, bro. Yeah. Hey, he come again, you know? Yeah, riding around with that shit, man. That it, shit for the birds, though. Yeah, and also it's the Owen thing. It's it's funny we had a lot of conversations. About this, you know what I'm saying, um, in the past. And uh, one of those situations were uh, we were talking about when um, Casey had a whole thing about basketball in Savannah. Mm-hmm. And then someone came out and was talking about, well, what has y'all, what have y'all done since then? And, and we kind of like, joked around. Yeah, with it, yeah. But yeah, and it was like, nigga, they don't owe you shit. They right. don't have to do anything. And same thing if you made it out as, a, as an NBA superstar, you don't owe your whole town, hometown mm-hmm. a dime. So it's Nothing. a blessing that they get. It's a back. blessing I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I can disappear and never come home. Right. I can this. I can move my family out. This shit, and you'll never see us again. Mm-hmm. And all you can ever say is he will never come back. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's it. Okay. You know, um, my shit. stats still in the goddamn yeah. books. You feel me? That's a fact. My, you know what I mean. So he just like in this that line. Um, another lyric. Here we go again. Go ahead. You know what I mean, Kanye. You know, he was like, you know, such and such, such and such. I can't. They said I can't come back home. And guess where? Guess where I was when they told me that? Right back home. I was right back home. Mm -hmm. That was a homecoming. 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 Um, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So again, man, I I just really want to dig into that topic, man, because I know a lot of people in our generation are starting to accumulate. Um, certain dollar amounts and, and reaching a, a level of success that maybe hasn't been seen in our families. It's right. a lot of firsts, you know what I mean, in our families. Breaking those know, curses, man. Generational curses. A lot of, um, you know, again, a lot of curses that are being broken, man. So for us, how do we maneuver? Because we, we weren't taught that. Shit, flex on the ass, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, go ahead, get your ass wrong. See what happened to Frank Lucas. Flex, but move smart while you flexing. Shit, I'm not flexing on nobody. (laughs) But y'all do you. You do you. Oh boy. Um, 
More music. More mu- more music. Always in. More music. <laughs> some classic shit. That's some classic shit. First time I heard that shit, oh, yo, college is dope. Yeah. Love college. Mm-hmm. Love college. Who is on? It's on you, I believe. Is it on me? I th- yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. All right. Um. Damn, I got a few more I wanted to rock, but we won't. I got, I got yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. It's cool. We can do that. Um. I'm gonna take this a little different, man. I'm gonna go a little different approach, man. Play something that maybe people don't don't haven't heard. Maybe I don't know, but also uh, I'm gonna give a RP, man. So I'm gonna play "I'll Be There" uh, by Mac Miller. with a lot of dope music during that era. Yeah. A lot of dope music, man. Shout out to the artists that, that, that are still rocking through that from that era, man. Still trying Wale's, to Coles, Drake's, Currency. Shit, Currency might even have actually been before, right? Currency, he had a had a few stops before he Yeah, because you know, Currency was that guy. Yeah. I always think it's funny, man. No, I he was a 504 boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Currency been around. I'm saying like Currency was around way before. Yeah. He just, oh man, just play I, the background. I gotta find that uh, that interlude, man. That that Wayne, uh, the rules of Cash Money. That I think it was Education Three. Yeah, and he kind of walked they were through. Shade, yeah, Currency. I remember that you had Mac yeah. May laughing yeah, in the Mac background, May laughing, talking about ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now man. look at my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not looking my guy riding around in phantoms and shit. He he played that shit perfect, bro. Took a while. It took a while. Took his own he route. Ran though. his course. Got ran his race. course sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I think he'd tell you he fucked that up a little bit too, though. I think he'd admit that. 
Yeah, I think he can make yeah, it to a sense. Yeah. Good thing about it is those those boys still cool, man. They buried the hatchet. Got yeah. over that little that little riff raff situation, man. Yeah, man, you gotta grow through that shit sometimes. He probably never gonna get weighed on the song though. Hmm? <laughs> 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 All right, man, what you got for me? Oh shit, man. I'm gonna get a little up up tempo with it, man. I feel like we kinda went into like you know that, those those emotional songs when it comes to your mom, man. Uh, so I'ma I'ma kind of get us hyped a little bit. So I'ma go with Titty, that boy Titty, man. That song, uh, proud. With uh, what was that? YG Offset. Go ahead and spin that for me. I pull it up in Mercury. Mama, how I feel though with bags of Hercules. Soon as I finish pissing, I put the seat down. Oh, my mama beat on, cut my damn ass out. Only child, no siblings, no besties. I couldn't do nothing right like a lefty. Bought my mama first house with the jewel, man. Bought my mama second house with the club, man. Me and mama used to chop about the same house. Used to eat and go to sleep on the same couch. Me and mama got busted at the same time. Judge the damn same lies. I can tell mama proud of her only son. Two chains, I have always worn more than one. Yeah, I'm real. I'm ill, you know you gotta feel. You poppin' pill, I'm real than two dollar bills. Yeah, I'm just tryna make my mama proud. I ain't tryna let my mama down. Yeah, I'm just tryna make my mama proud. Yeah, I ain't tryna let my mama down. Nobody told YG this was a song dedicated to moms. You talking about all hoes getting fucked on the floor? Yeah, man. You know YG. Because my mama ain't raised no hoes. Mama ain't raised no hoes. <laughs> YG a wild ass nigga to begin with. <laughs> Who wilder? YG or OT? I think YG a little wilder. You think so? Then OT. OT a wild ass yeah, nigga, man. man. You seen the interview with him on, um, who was he with? Talking about the um, Adam Twenty Two shit, uh, no jumper, was, no jumper shit. When he was hollering, old girl, old girl, I'm talking yeah, about. I'm really rich. I'm really rich. I'm re- not this rich. Not, shit you not, think. not these regular yeah, niggas. Nigga, nah, I'm really I'm rich. Rich, rich. shorty, like the fuck, nigga. Yeah, he yeah. was going off that goddamn brown. Yeah, yeah, she had him going off. I'm sure, he regret it. <laughs> yeah, man, he was talking crazy to them girls. I and think one of OT funniest moments was when he popped up on that. Uh, that versus with Keisha. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, <laughs> one of my favorite parts about uh, the pandemic um, was some videos that nigga singing popping up. Yeah, he the, they had him singing "Love." They all, uh, I forgot the other song they had that nigga singing too, man. But yeah, was it Avril Lavigne song or something like that? It was some old school shit, dog. Like it wasn't Avril Lavigne. It was like some R and B shit. I know he did. I should have cheated too. It it went, yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't Keisha. I gotta find when I find it. I play. I don't find it soon when we get off here. So, um, but yeah, what was your favorite part of the quarantine, man? 
My favorite part. Now that we opening mm-hmm. up, man, a lot of states is opening wide open. Looking back, damn, man. July, like, like they're targeting July is like the we back date July one, man. They saying that the Memorial Day, I'm back. Yo, shit, man. I'm out. Man. We out of here. Outside, <laughs> I'm outside. Oh uh, boy, um. What story will I tell my grandkids when I'm when I'm talking about the quarantine, man? Yeah. Um, Just your favorite, your favorite, you know. I would say, I would say the verses, like the the verses battles was your favorite. The original verses, the original. right? So we talking mm-hmm. about the boys. It was organic. Yeah. Just Tim and Swizzy setting shit up yeah. and niggas hopping on. Not only that, man. Just I don't know taking. I guess because you move around so much before the pandemic hit, we were constantly on the move, sitting down, chilling, relaxing. Yeah. I took advantage of my garage now. Now that's like my, almost like my sanctuary. Yeah. You know, I go out there, take the little sound bar out there, you know, amongst other things might, you know, drink me a little something out there, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like. Sipping some lean? No, no lean. Promethazine? None of that. No Waukesha over Uh here, my friend. No Waukesha. You sipping from Rethazine, guys? Huh? <laughs> nah. smoke, smoking tree? Nah. Is that man. what you do? That reefer? That's what you rap guys like to do? <laughs> huh? But just finding different ways to find peace. You feel what I'm saying? From right. So, uh, you know, that was the highlight of my quarantine. Yeah. Uh, what I, was yours? Um, I think it was the same. Mm-hmm. I think it was the same. I think finding hobbies. Right and and what you really really enjoy doing because that was one of the parts of quarantine that had, because people weren't going to work mm-hmm. even if you were going to work I mean you know I was I was blessed to continue working but I wasn't really working hmm. we we doing like little stagger shifts you know because we still getting paid for all our time we may be in there for a few hours dip somebody come in you know whatever mm-hmm. so it's kind of stagger shifts so it, you know it's a little different so. Um, a lot of free time. Yeah, you know, a lot of free time. Just finding things I like to do, man. Just a lot of music, a lot of oh my god, yeah. this shit was a you know an what overload. Mean? Yeah, just a lot of music, man. And and, and going back and digging back in the albums that you did, you didn't get a lot of new music during the quarantine. There were there was some you know, there was but, some that but, stood out, but yeah, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't typical because people aren't making music, right? You know, you don't you can't. I mean, you you know, you really just kind of in your hole. You kind of batting down and, and stuck. The R and B bag was in heavy rotation. Though. Yeah, so you know, for me, that was the dopest part about it. And also, uh, of of course, I think everybody's favorite parts of verses. Mm-hmm. You know, so who benefited the most during the quarantine, in your opinion? Um, whoever created uh, hand sanitizer. Okay, I was gonna say OnlyFans, but yeah, you got a point. Oh, and niggas been beating their dick for seven years. Oh shit! Yeah, sanitizer was was key during all of this though. Did you see that picture of the nigga uh weighing up the sanitizer in like little baggies on the scale? I wouldn't doubt it. Sanitizer was going crazy. <laughs> Yo, remember when niggas wilding for toilet tissue? Yeah, man. Like, I'm talking was going crazy. Yeah. For toilet paper. Niggas was living like Neanderthals at one point during yeah, the quarantine. Wow, right? like, wow, wow. I'll be honest with you, man. The world going to shit, the last thing I worry about is toilet paper. I ain't going to lie to you. So much different ways to wipe your ass, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Newspaper. I got a story about wiping, wiping Dish asses. rags. 
You ever wiped your ass with the cardboard for the tissue roll? Nah. You ever did that? No. Nah, you rich. <laughs> I'm gonna <knew> you rich. <laughs> you, rich you never ran out of toilet tissue? Like, oh, fuck, you ain't got nothing else? Fold that thing in, uh, like, kind of flat that shit out? You had no paper towels in the bathroom? Nah, because, no. <laughs> and I wasn't using no rag. Nah, so no we'll take the towel. little... Nah, you take a little hold of that little cardboard, flatten that boy out a little bit. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? You stand up and slide that boy down like a, like a debit card. Yeah, boy. <laughs> you living like a mercenary you out swipe here. swipe that shit like a debit card, nigga. <laughs> nigga, typically had shit on me. You living like a sniper who yeah. on this target for like four days hey, straight man. and can't move, bro. Typically had nothing on me. Tell my t- <laughs> Shit, let me tell you something, boy. I swipe that thing down that ass. No. Two, and thing is, you get two good swipes. No. You get one half, the other half, man. Two no. good swipes. Really one and a half no. because, like, you already kind of shitty on. No, bro. Just, you know. I, I left already, bro. You, you in the building by yourself. That's wild, man. <laughs> you in the building by yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Man. Where we going with it? What you got? All right, man. So I think that's a. Uh, it's a good, good stopping point. Yeah, good stopping point, man. Um, I think it's a good episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll hear it on the playback. Mm-hmm. It was a good episode, man. I think we covered some good topics, man. Some those topics, man. Once again, yo, shout out to the listeners, uh, everybody for the first time that's hearing us, people who've been fucking with us since day one. Yo, shout out to all y'all, man. Shout out to the mothers that listen to us, man. This episode is gonna be dropping on Mother's Day. Um, so hopefully we didn't get a little too graphic. You can enjoy us. You just talked about wiping your ass. <laughs> Mama's wiping asses. They know all about they can tell you all about wiping asses. They, shit, they probably wiping asses as they listen. Right now they listen, they they wiping oh, some nasty man. ass. You know what? I was gonna uh, play this on Mother's Day and let my mom listen. You know what? I I, I I think I'm gonna still let her listen to it, man. Go ahead, man. You gonna let your mom listen nope. to it? <laughs> I'm not. I Happy will. Mother's Day. Happy this Mother's is what Day. I've been working on. <laughs> Remember, you got me that Michael Christmas. This is what it did. It's his fault. Take a listen. <laughs> already, already. So, yeah, man. So, um, again, man. Shout out, you know, to everybody that's fucking with us, man. If you're not, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. You heard him. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, get you a drop. I'm telling you, the S, the W, nah, the A. I might let JoJo do my drop. I told you like that, that shit most ago. Yeah, JoJo kind of fly at the mouth though. That's so yeah. all I'm saying is, don't get mad when I do mine. You scratch your face off, you get the booby. God made black beautiful. Nah, that's God cool. made booby cool. cool. All right, Yes, sir. So, all right, man. With that being said, we are out. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Happy Mother's Day.
Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. 